Devour the podcast is for mature audiences only. Hello and welcome to Devour the Podcast, episode 123. I'm your host, Dave, along with me is Jamie. Hello! This is always Bo. Hello! And joining us again is Vanessa. Hello! And it's the six-year anniversary show. Yay! Yay! I didn't Has play really anything. Been that long? Yeah, I didn't play anything special because I didn't realize we were going to do this until Bo was all like, Hey, Devour's going to do an episode on fucking Morbid, on Morbid Mondays. I'm like, what? All right. Yeah, I was like cracking the whip. I know. Being a slave driver. Making some executive I didn't decisions. It's been six years. I know, right? Wow. Seems like an eternity. Kind of <laughs> at times. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, it's been, uh, it, but in all fairness, mm. you know, Devour the Podcast is uh, long toothed, but I mean, it. it the six years speaks to the legacy of the show and the fact that there are a lot of podcasters uh, that are out there now mm-hmm. that cite this show yeah. as the thing that got them in. Like, Duncan McLeish is a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> but and, is yeah. an example. And he's, what, three years in? Four years Four. in? Four. Four. Oh, this is yeah. His yeah. Season. yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, sorry, everyone. We inflicted that on yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Speaking so, of podcasting this year, I'm on epi- an episode that it released just this morning, so oh, check that out. Is that the uh, <laughs> Hellraiser episode? The, no, the, Fuck. Uh, the, uh, the Final Destination. Oh, okay, yeah. I just grabbed the those. The second part came out today. I haven't listened to those yet. I am Part so five is the best one. Boy, Jamie being on brand. Yeah, I remember five being. I have good. been firing on all podcast cylinders recently. I have got. I had two shows come out today, uh, like various things, and um, another one on the way. Oh, um, another new show um, that was actually. What the fuck is going on here now? Partially, no, 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 not mine, but a show that was speaking to the inspired by Devour mm. thing. Um, another new show that was partially inspired by us is Andrew Huff's new yes. show called Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, called um, Friday the 13th and that just came out yes. his first episode I'm very excited about that I was listening to that this morning it is very funny I haven't I haven't listened to it yet but I can't wait it's it sounds really funny the uh, uh, when I saw that they had like a hottie segment <laughs> or something I was like that sounds hysterical yeah I can't I, yeah I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm listening I'm still intensely jealous that I didn't come up with a name because it Friday the Thirteenth is so fucking good. Damn also, it. the hashtag get slayed. Oh. Pretty good. Damn. Pretty good. 
well done. Well done. Gentlemen. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, uh, and even called me out was like, we're not on Legion yet, but I was like, motherfucker, I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> well, you, you, you do kind of come across as the omnipotent, omniscient, you know, Bo Ransdell around Facebook. You're fucking everywhere, man. I, I, yeah, I'm omnipresent. I like it. Yeah. So well, I'm, I, I'm flipping this all into a cult. Just wait. <laughs> that may be partially my fault because I said, look, you know, if you if you ever decide that you wish to become network affiliated, um, make sure you you know check out Legion first and bring it to Bo first. Like I I wanted you to get first crack at it. You know, if you, you know if you liked it or whatever. And I figured that we probably would. I mean, I've known Andrew for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's been a long time listener and contributor to like every fucking show yeah. I do. He's uh, you know, he I know of he's around there plus a lot of others. So he is no stranger to the podcasting game and he's a huge fan, like a horror fan and um plus just a all around smart guy. So I had no I had no no like concern about it being good. Um that being said, I, I still need to listen to it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I have faith. <laughs> well, I have listened to most of it, and it is incredibly entertaining. So, all right, we'll see. There you go. Check that one out. I don't know if I, I trust give it my you, se- but... I give it my seal of approval. <laughs> yeah, like five shows dropped today, and I was like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I can't. It's way too much. You can't even. I. You guys, I can't even. Oh my god! And it's my birthday. Oh my god! Happy birthday! Yeah. I'm getting old. Happy birthday, er. bitch! <laughs> how old? How old are you now? Uh, Thirty-two. Oh, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I well bumble done. fucked my my way this far. <laughs> No, but I, I honestly, once you hit your thirties, like shit starts to settle a little bit. It's and, true. Yeah, my thirties were the best time of my life. I, I mean, I'm still having fun now, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um... On this end, she's like, "You guys, when I was in my thirties, I fucking tore it up." No, no, no. You're you're fine too. No, I'm telling you. One time, there were these three dudes and a stripper. <laughs> And they were all wearing Jason masks. Right. <laughs> Everyone had cocaine on their genitals. <laughs> Everybody. Like, plucked that right out of my fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, David, you mm. were a wee lad of 26. Yeah. Uh, when we met. And I thought, and, and I was like, you know, he knows what he's talking about to be so young. That <laughs> 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 seems so weird now. I but I, but I, it, because, you know, I was so much wiser and older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly like, you brought yourself. some credibility to the show because you were older and it wasn't just some some dumbass kid <laughs> running his mouth. I'm old. Boy, that's a dark time <laughs> when you're looking at Jamie to be the, <laughs> the voice of reason. I didn't say the voice of reason. <laughs> no, he actually used the word credibility. Yeah. <laughs> That's dark. Yeah. That, uh, you do the news on this show. That you you come across as highly credible. <laughs> That's before I started using terminology like head brain. <laughs> no, that, no, we did that to you. 
Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Or talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what years of working with me and Bo has done to you. It's been one long gaslight. That's true. I I was smarter before that. Yeah. <laughs> we all were, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. Bo showed up and just fucking made us all stupid. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That was his design, I, his plan. Yes. I, you know, I just carry the party with me. Uh, a real stupid party. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. But yeah, birthdays and anniversaries, and we're doing a show. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. I've been, I've been, I really have been looking forward to this so much. Yeah, though. yeah, I have to. Um, so, um, how have we been? Actually, you know what? Let me just run through my shit first because mine's a roller coaster of a lot of stupid. And I just want to, you know, I don't want us to end this segment on a low note and then go into the news. So, um, Christmas was fine. Got an iPad. That was pretty sweet. Um, broke up with my ex Christmas Eve. That sucked. So Christmas yeah, was kind of sh- great timing. Yeah. Christmas was kind of shitty, but I got an iPad. That was pretty sweet. Um, and January was mostly okay. Other than getting sick a bit. Um, my stepmother just died a couple weeks ago. That was awful. Um, but I bought myself a MacBook for my birthday. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the gist of it. So apparently the dark times in your life are followed by Apple products. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> it's real weird. Mm. Well, like, if man, you get depressed in your time in the near Hearthstone. future, I could use a new phone. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Got it. Wow. Yeah. That's that's grim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot, man. That's yeah. a that's a whole lot of Yeah body blows yeah. but and it's also and it's you know it's been a short been, period of time yeah it's been a few months that since we've recorded obviously um but yeah so it's been kind of rough couple months but i'm trucking along um you know doing other stuff i am sorry to hear about your loss though. yes that was I, I know that hit you really hard yeah that was very unexpected um but one day at a time you know making sure my dad's okay basically what's happening there yeah, yeah, but that's you know, for all the bitching about family, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's this shit that makes it worthwhile. You know, it's no being able to go home, even if the home is different. Yeah, is there's still something to be said for that? Yeah. And um, but yeah, that, that I mean, it, it's it's terrible, but uh, you know, yeah. If, if nothing else, we know you're. A very thoughtful, tough dude. Yeah, and and I I don't I, I don't have any doubt that you're gonna be fine. But man, it's just it's a process, and yeah, uh, it stinks. Oh yeah, so not not what I was hoping for for the start of my 2018. But fuck it, whatever. That's fine. I can deal with this. It's another learning experience. Also, whiskey. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I've we we have legalized marijuana in this state, sir. Oh right, okay. I mean, I well, there have, you go. I mean, I also have a medical card, but you know, at this point, who cares? Yeah, basically. I mean, the law is slightly different. Yeah, to mail that to me. I'll change the ID. <laughs> I don't want to go to prison for sending you drugs. Not the drugs. Just send me the card. Oh, 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 okay. I'll figure (laughs) something out. (laughs) 
All right. Um, Bo, how have you been? <laughs> A little strung out, man. <laughs> Waiting for that card. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I, I've been great. Uh, conversely, I feel bad about saying that. No, no, I have not I, um, no, I, hey, look, man, I, I've spent years carefully crafting <laughs> an existence that is just the best. Uh, and, and now I wallow in it. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. But, um, Living no, 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 I've been, yeah, I've been working on, uh, a lot of shows and we started doing the Morbid Mondays thing yeah, and got a couple of those. Yeah, those are fun. That's a good time. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then it works going real well. Like I started this kind of crazy new schedule where I'm working the weekends, but I'm uh, uh, off on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And it's the best. Nice. It's just, yeah, I, yeah, everything's coming up. Both. <laughs> do you really prefer that to having weekends off? Yeah, I do because uh, for two days out of my work week, I'm the only person in the office most of the time. Ooh, nice. I like that. Yeah, I right. Always liked that. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. I wish I could do that. Uh, it's, mm, it feels so good. <laughs> uh, like, you know, and, and legitimately, I get a lot done. Mm-hmm. You know, the onus is on. Like, I got to make sure that my boss isn't like, look, dude, you do nothing but fuck around on the weekends. So I can't do that like i have to show uh, something for the time and uh but i get so much more done because there's not constant chatter and just people milling around and whatnot uh but yeah i, I love it i think it's great very cool yeah i think that's it is it me oh, okay <laughs> yeah no i was trying to think i mean i've been watching a bunch of movies and whatnot but uh still not a great one i still don't feel like there's been a great horror movie this year yet this year, I uh, I think I agree with that. I don't think I've seen anything that's blown me away this year that I can recall anyway. But I have watched 111 movies God since January damn. 1st. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Did I try to keep up with what you're watching. And, yeah. It's, this I year- mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. What, uh, what has happened is... Uh, or that has helped is I've recently changed jobs and now I only work um, about four days a week, sometimes five and, and and it's in the evening. So I pretty much have all day long, every day. I mean, during the day, every day. And then um, I usually have two to three days off and then we've just been powering through them because we're doing this whole thing where we're going through our entire collection and starting from the beginning and we're working our way to the end. And of course we have built a show around it, um, which we've only released one episode so far, but we have two others recorded. Um, that's an off horror that Brian and I are doing called attack of the colossal collection. And, um, it's, <laughs> it's it's kind of nuts. Uh, we're go. I mean, we're seriously. It, it's 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 insane. And we've been tearing through them a lot recently because the movies that we're watching are older films. Mm-hmm. And because uh, we're into um, our first fifty pack of horror classics, and a lot of those are about an hour long. So uh, it allows us to watch 
a handful of movies in a day sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that makes it easier. But um, we've also interspersed some new ones. And um, like anything new that comes along, we'll throw that in there. Um, that, you know, that comes across, we'll toss it in. And we've been to the movies a couple times. But, yeah. So, yeah. Um, today, watching the movie for this show was the last thing I watched. And that put me at 111. Damn. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a it's lot. been fun, though. I, I got to tell you what, I'm kind of getting burnt out, though, on these older movies just because a lot of them, I mean, it's those Mill Creek collections. Oh, and, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, crap in those. A lot of them are not very good. And it, <laughs> it kind of gets depressing after a while. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> But I, I'm excited because we're over halfway through the first 50 pack, and that just means that we go on to the next 50 pack. We have six of those. Jesus and yeah. the the <laughs> the thing is, though, that fortunately, because it's Mill Creek, they repeat themselves yeah, a lot. True. Yeah. So we don't have to watch every movie every time it pops up on the list. If we've already watched it, we're skipping right past it. So that'll help. Yeah. We'll get to speed through the next ones. But uh, it's an interesting. Uh, experiment that I kind of had to drag Brian on kicking and screaming <laughs> like he didn't want he didn't want to do it he's like he's a no, smart man a, he's like that is not a good idea <laughs> yes it is trust me it's a good idea you think so too um, <laughs> and but the thing was I wanted there are a lot of movies in here that I've never seen mm -hmm. and I'm I'm like I want to actually watch everything at least once i mean i know that most of them i probably will never go back to again but you know like beast of yucca flats i don't ever need to watch that movie ever again Seriously? you're not in love with that <laughs> oh my god it was so painful i was just attack the giant leeches i mean like so i know i probably have one of the same packs you do yeah like, oh i'm sure you know it was what's funny is we're talking to dave and he's like so he's like i have one question like how many of those have night of the living dead on them and Brian and I were like, all of them? All of them? <laughs> it's they, on every single one. They yes. do. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing that legitimizes them in their eyes. So um, it's, uh, you know, it's been fun, though. I'm not, I mean, uh, sometimes it is it is hard and torturous. But the, the overall, I'm, I'm glad we're doing it because mm -hmm. I think it's because I know that there are there's a lot of these movies I never would have seen otherwise. And we've actually come across some that I'm glad I watched. So, you know, things that I've never seen before. And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty good. You know? Yeah, so that's good. it's been worth it. Awesome. And cool. that's pretty much what I've been doing is I haven't had time for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Vanessa? Um, I mostly work, but, um, yeah, I mean, it just, a lot of work in reading lately. Um, I treated myself and spent the most money I've ever spent as an adult, like on electronics, <laughs> and, and bought a new TV, like 50-inch 4K like, smart TV. Like, Because <laughs> I worked my ass off last year, and somehow, like miraculously, the company gave bonuses. Oh, nice. And I mean, granted, it wasn't what they should have paid me, but... <laughs> It was better than nothing. And I found the Super Bowl time sale on TV. So I upgraded that and um, 
then had like a gift certificate to Best Buy and then got a multi-region Blu-ray player. Nice. For playing. So, so yeah, now I'm like, ooh, I have the complete experience and I haven't wanted to leave my couch since then. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's I. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to in a nutshell. Okay. She's gonna be Bo before you know it. <laughs> what? Because yeah. Bo, oh, Bo always has everything cool. Like <laughs> world of pure entertainment. This is true. Yeah, I, it, it's basically my own little Willy Wonka chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> Except it doesn't yet make chocolate. That's really the last phase. Well, I I mean it's it's I've always been so reluctant to spend money on electronics for some reason and I realized I worked my ass off to get this bonus like from work and then you know I just as much as I watch movies <laughs> god damn it I'm going to I'm going to treat myself for once in my life. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it makes such a difference to you. It's it, yeah, it's yeah, the best. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what have we what have we seen that we want to discuss that was interesting? Uh, I don't give a shit who goes first on this one. Anybody? Hey, hey, you want to talk about that new Hellraiser movie? I haven't seen it yet. Hellraiser uh, Judgment. I heard I it's not it. terrible. It's it's not terrible, but that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, like that's the thing. It's like I heard it's not terrible. I'm like, well, that doesn't say much because it's a Hellraiser sequel. So I don't know. I, there was a lot that I liked about it. There were some things I didn't like. Right. Uh, but um, I, I thought the auditor character was pretty cool, and I I'm not real. Pl- I wasn't real pleased about the religious angle that they threw in at the mm. end, but. Right, because um, the whole thing looks like it was made for five dollars. I think it was, and and <laughs> I, it's not like I understand that's not ultimately the fault of the film, right? But yeah. when the you know semi spoilers, there's a fucking angel in the movie, of course there is, and <laughs> and she's wearing like cheap white platforms and. Like a Target business suit or something, and I was she like, "Looks like an Ivanka Trunk knockoff." It, it is what I mean. That's what it reminded me of. Like, like you'd see something that Ivanka would have been wearing on, like on The Apprentice, but then they knocked it off. Right, right. Like she bought it on the street somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, maybe that's how angels roll. You know, maybe. they're like, look, why would I pay retail when <laughs> this is just being. as good? Right. I'm getting my Equate brand business suit. I'm on a budget, <laughs> right. you know. Uh, it, but yeah, so that, it, I agree. I think there, it, they're interesting ideas. I wish they they'd had a little more money to play with some of that because ultimately the whole movie takes place in that shitty little house. There are mm-hmm. every scene that's worth watching in the movie takes place in that house. So it's two rooms and some of the makeup effects are pretty good and you know the like I I wish there had been a scene where they showed, like, hey, if you're being judged, 
here's what happens other than the butcher mm-hmm. because it was like well so what what's the other side of this coin and if everyone's just gonna die uh i mean that's I, an excellent was, point it was frustrating because there was enough good about it that was like this could have been a good hellraiser movie mm-hmm. and it just couldn't drag its pinhead ass over the line at least uh, pinhead fit into the suit this time <laughs> that was something I, you know, I thought he was kind of fine. I didn't think his dialogue was particularly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, all the, the conversation at the end of the movie was like, eh, none of this matters and is stupid. I agree, yeah. Totally. Well, all right. Uh, I finally watched the Jigsaw, or the Jigsaw, the <laughs> Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. Uh I forgot that was a thing. I, uh... Yeah, did, did that make any money? It, was, it felt like it, that I was... No, I don't I don't, I don't feel like it did. Usually I look up films on uh, Box Office Mojo when I watch them to see how they did. Uh, this one, though, I didn't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should probably tell you something, I guess. It did look better than the other ones. It, at least it wasn't monochrome. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... It actually looked pretty good. And... The the effects were good. There were some interesting ideas, but ultimately I was going, what? Because they retconned some things. And I was like, that's not how that happened. And, you know, going way back. And then you kind of, you're at the end going, well, where the fuck was this guy seven movies ago? <laughs> you know, if, if, if he has, if this guy has been around doing stuff where the fuck has he been this makes no sense they're pulling it out of their ass and then um i don't know just little things like the cops went to dig up a grave only that grave has been there for 10 years and someone had just recently been put into the grave and they didn't notice that it had been recently dug up like no one thought that was odd that you go to dig up a grave and i mean it's not the kind of thing that you can hide you know you can't dig a hole and not know and not make it noticeable. It just, it was just. You're just asking me way too much here. But the um, the guy that was the lead guy that was in it was is the guy from the Glades, and I can't remember his name. But uh, I used to like that show. It was kind of like the, hey, we're network TV. This is sort of our version of Dexter. Or we're trying to cash in on Dexter. And I liked him. And he was pretty good. So I'm not blaming the actor. I think he did a fine job. It's just some of the stuff they did with the story. I'm like, yeah, you realize we live in a day and age where everyone owns these movies now. It's not like, you know, we saw them in the theater. It's been 10 years. And now magically no one's going to remember anything. Um, I just felt like they tried to get away with a little too much and expected people to believe. Just to go along with a little too much but you know whatever i didn't want to cut myself after so that's something that because which i did after the the you know going through the the whole series in a row but that wasn't bad um mom and dad how about that has anybody seen that one yeah i saw that that was i thought really super fun it's good i got my problems (laughs) with that movie too No, it, it, like I said, I got my issues, but I had a great time watching that movie. 
Yeah, it was fun, I think. Uh, Tragedy Girls, I thought that was kind of fun. That seems to be getting a lot of play, right? I mean, it's getting a lot of love right about now. I keep seeing people talking about that, and I thought it was okay. I wasn't... Yeah, I watched I watched it today, actually. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, I did, too. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's good. I, I need to sit with it a little longer, I think, mm-hmm. and before I decide how much I liked it, but I liked it. I yeah. there, there was a part in the middle where I, I lost some interest in it, and I feel like I almost need to go back and rewatch those scenes and figure out what the hell happened because I was really with it for a while and then I came back around to it and I I think the um, the thing I like about it is that it it follows exactly the beats of a high school romantic comedy well I had heard before we watched it I had heard that comparisons had been made to detention and we all know how I felt about that movie. Mm-hmm. So I was not excited. And and then I thought, well, this isn't nearly as egregious as Detention was. I mean, I can see where people would make those connections. But I found this totally watchable. Whereas Detention, I couldn't even finish. So, you know, it... Uh, but yeah, it was very... It was very high schooly, but um, that was okay. Um, holy crap, Wind River... Not horror, but it's brutal. Um, and if anyone has not seen that, I cannot recommend it high enough. I loved that movie. It's basically modern day western. Mm. Um, Jeremy Renner fucking killed it, and um, yeah, that was excellent. And the ritual that's uh, I'll just bring it home with that one. If you got it's on Netflix now, and if anyone out there has not seen the ritual, make it happen. Because it's fucking phenomenal. Good to know. Yeah, see, that one didn't hit me. What? <laughs> I, <laughs> what are you talking about? I I didn't. I thought it was, again, I thought it was good. I thought I it was really know. good. But I just, like, the way that it had been described to me, or or <laughs> at least the, the, the buzz around the movie, uh, led me to believe that... M- maybe it was a little bit deeper a film than I think it is. And I like the comparison to the descent. Uh, I, I, I think is, Oh, I never sin- heard that, but I can totally see that. I, I, I see that comparison, but I'm also like, yeah, but the descent's way, way better than this. Um, man, I don't, I mean, I was really, Oh man, this one, this one, mm. Like I was, by the by the time this movie was over, I was like, "Whole, oh, I mean, I don't know." I, it slapped me upside the face. Like I was totally I just, in love with it. I I didn't need any of the stuff in the cabin at the end. I I didn't need any of that. I didn't want any explanation. I and well, and the, I, okay. I, I like I wanted the pure experience. Like all the stuff with the friends in the woods, I thought was great, and mm-hmm. I think the creature design is really cool. Oh yeah. But then as soon as they hit that cabin and I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. And it was 20 minutes for the main character to get around to what you immediately knew from the first time they entered the cabin. And I was like, well, we're just spinning our fucking wheels for 15 minutes until you get to the friend getting off. I guess I see that, but I really was enjoying it. So it didn't it didn't bother me that much. This is the way I describe it to me. It's like if Jugface. And which I know that has a horrible name. 
I do trust me. It's a laughable name, but I love that movie. Yeah, it reminded. Yeah, I I Um, thought about Chuck Face a lot watching this too. Yeah, like if Jug Face and Blair Witch were to have a love child, (laughs) uh, (laughs) that's kind of what I felt like. Because there were scenes in the woods that reminded me of like Blair Witch uh, when they're camping or like when they're, yeah, when they're camping and stuff. But then like the whole mythology of everything really reminded me of Jug Face. And, um, but like it's like a sw- the Swedish love child of, I mean it's not a Swedish film, it's a UK film I guess, but it takes place in Sweden, um, made by an American director. It, it's all over the place, mm. but um, I don't. I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. You know. Yeah, I, you no, say? I enjoyed it. I thought Vanessa was going to say something. No. <laughs> oh, no. Um. Anyway, and also, if anyone out there hasn't seen Jug Face, check that out. And listen to our episode on ABCs. We talk about it, and yeah, then check yeah, it out. There you go. Or check it out, then listen. I don't care. But <laughs> but it's a movie a lot of people skipped over because it had a laughable title, and everybody's like, Jug Face. But it's, it was really good. <laughs> good to know. Okay. Um, What have I watched? Oh, I watched The Sacrament again, because I'm an idiot. Which one was that? The that shitty Ty West <laughs> fucking Jonestown movie that he claimed wasn't about. Oh Jonestown. right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the thing is, if he had, I, I actually don't hate the film itself. I think the the film in and of itself is okay, but I it really just irritates me that he was okay with people believing that was something he came up with, and not ever bothering to like within the film itself. Never yeah. once did he say anything, or like even at the end. Or, I mean, come on, at the very least, you could say dedicated to the people who lost their lives at Jonestown or something, you know. But people who don't know the story, and there were a lot of them, I was really shocked, who didn't know that that was a real thing. Right. um, Were totally believing that this was a story he came up with. And I'm like, no, this this is ripped straight out of the pages of history. I mean, down to the fucking Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know, he didn't even try. Um, yeah, it wasn't very but, good. Was my conclusion after watching it again. I'm like, no, yeah, this is not not good. <laughs> nope, nope, no, thank you, no, thank <laughs> you, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> I, I think there's, a, a, I think like there's a good idea in there. I, just, but he just he just fucks it up. It's just it's a fucking. Well, I think that ugh. the thing that bothered me about it was, yeah, there's a good idea, and it really happened. Well, yeah, and to me. What actually happened was way scarier than what he portrayed right. in this film. Yeah, and like it, it went, it yeah. went so far beyond what he did. Like, like what in the movie, like what 167 people or something yeah, died. Like, yeah, you know? like come on, dude, that's yeah atrocity that actually took place, which is far more horrifying yeah. than anything you depicted here. Um, I do, however, absolutely love the the uh, the song in the beginning. Um, Oh, it is the knives? The, 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 oh, shit. What's the name of that song? Anyway, I listen to that song on repeat okay. still, like all the time. Absolutely <laughs> love the song. It's my. That's the only thing I took away from that film, though. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so that was bad. That wasn't particularly good. Um, I watched... What the fuck? Oh, I watched um, Until the Light Takes Us for VD, episode 9, which was... I've seen that a billion times, but it's really good. And then I watched uh, Justice League, which was all right. Still yeah. 
yeah, it was all right. It was a little, there was a, I could feel the, the creeping claws of Joss Whedon a little too often in that movie because everybody had to have a fucking one liner and they weren't always necessary. Um, and I think Flash needed to be toned down just a smidge. A little too much on that comic relief side. But it was alright. And the the score no, the score sucked though. The score was fucking abysmal. Fuck you, Danny Elfman, you lazy asshole. <laughs> that legit was like one of the worst fucking scores I've ever heard him produce. I was shocked. What 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 was the issue with the score? It's what like boring I generally and bland. like Danny Elf. Like it's just lazy. It's, it's unremarkable. It's, it's no Batman '88. No, like he's he he weaves that into into a scene briefly, and it's just like ugh, don't do that. Like it, I like it's just I I don't remember anything about the music from the movie particularly. Like he even kind of fucks up Wonder Woman's theme when he does a brief moment with it. I'm like, dude, how do you fuck that up? So, that's probably the worst offense of the movie in my for in that I would nitpick about is the goddamn score is terrible. It's just super in the background and not at all good. Yeah, but I would I would say other than like that Thor Ragnarok film, mm. there hasn't been a truly notable score in any of the superhero films yeah. of of late. Yeah. Uh that one was just fun cuz it was like 70s organ solo trip. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> It's cool. It's it. It's got a look, and it it certainly got uh, uh, the Taiko Watiti yeah kind of vibe. Yeah. and it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Cool. Vanessa, have you seen anything interesting? Uh, actually, I have. I was gonna say I saw Black Panther yesterday. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going tomorrow. How is it? Oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a superhero movie person. Um. But it was it was really well done on multiple levels. I mean, you just more three dimensional characters, <laughs> you know, compared to the some of those. And yeah, good score, some great action sequences, a lot of kick ass women, which I always like to see in those, you know. Um, but yeah, that's a I, Kendrick Lamar joint, isn't it? The soundtrack, Lamar. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've listened yeah. to part of that album. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. So, uh, no, I, I highly recommend it. Um, I had I, one friend who say, had, a, you know, was saying, well, it was too political for me. This is someone I know that's like very like middle of the road politically. And I, you know, and I know I'm much more to the left, but still I was like, they, wait, <laughs> like there were this is politics a were necessary. Movie. This was par- politics were necessary to some extent with the story, and it's not like there haven't been politics in other like comic book movies, right. like you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Wonder Woman's fucking fighting Nazis. <laughs> like, well, then this World War One. Yeah. Well, but anyway, Winter, Winter you know Soldier I mean? was all about the deep state. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like you've got all these different things. So. I mean, and other people I know that have seen it really enjoyed it as well. So, you know, people who are actual comic book nerds. Mm. So, um, yeah. I've but, seen well. one negative review, and that was Willis Wheeler. But he doesn't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> and what he does like is trash. 
<laughs> Sorry, Willis. I, I, I can't help myself. You like those Transformers movies, unironically. Yeah, those aren't good. No, they're not. They're fucking terrible. He loves them. Yeah. I don't understand it. Anyway. This is... I was going to say, horror-wise, hmm. um, last night, and I texted David this, but I was watching the 2017 Flatliners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Oh, how's that? <laughs> and two minutes in, I texted David, okay, it's two minutes in, and I'm already calling bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just every little thing and then of course you know i was one thing that kept driving me crazy and this is just maybe me but you have the female work female doctors working in the er running around and they're they're all wearing heels i'm like no <laughs> that's like <laughs> can you give me that small semblance of reality i don't know it just <laughs> maybe they had to because ellen page is like two and a half feet tall <laughs> And they were like, we got to get her head up. I don't know how we do it. We got to get her in this shot. (laughs) But I don't know. It was just, it struck me when I saw the trailer. I I mean, the whole, and I'm not someone who's like crazy for the original. I don't have that element of nostalgia with it. But there's something with the subject matter that the way it's filmed in the original, you know, it's much more atmospheric and creepier and then you see this, and it's so white and sterile. Like, it just right. doesn't that's, come across as creepy to the that's extent how it, that it looked should. like it would be to me. Yeah, and it, it really kind of just, you know, when you notice these things are supposed to be whatever, jump scares or something, they, you're like, they kind of fall flat. And it, I mean, it's not the worst thing ever, but it was just so mediocre. You know, it, yeah. I, it's just the look of it really took me out of it. Well, that's pretty much. And the thing about the original that was so good to me was, and I absolutely love the original, but it's the aesthetics and it's right. Schumacher, you know, and you've exactly. got this in, in his film, you've got these crazy, like everything's all hazy and, and you've got this, like these giant cross. I mean, it's just, it is like you're watching the movie going, what in the fuck? I mean, when I watched it back then, I, I didn't notice a thing. Like, to me, it just was a movie, and I liked it, whatever. I watched it recently, because we did it on ABC, ABCs, and I watched it, and I was like, what is with all of this imagery everywhere? I mean, it's just every, like, the the the, the uh, flatlining is actually taking place in what appears to be a church that is right. like under construction or something, but you've got all of this like religious imagery everywhere and everything's all foggy and hazy. And yeah, and I was just like, holy crap. I mean, it's Schumachered out the ass. Mm-hmm. And, but to me, that's the best part about it. You know, it's, exactly. it's, it's what makes that movie. And when I saw the trailers for the new one, it looked like it would just be, you know, here's a movie. And I, watched a couple reviews because I was interested in checking it out just because. And then I watched a couple reviews and everything said exactly the same thing. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just really bland. That's what everyone said. And so to me, that's kind of like, that's like the cardinal sin. You know, if you're going to make a movie, make it good, make it bad, but don't make it bland, you know? So I just never bothered. Well, and then 
I previous week I saw Winchester, which <laughs> <laughs> what I posted on the face the uh T-Putt's Facebook group was I could watch Helen Mirren read the phone book, but this is kind of awful. I um, saw that post. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> but, you know, I knew from the trailer that it wasn't going to be good. <laughs> I at <Yeah>. least <laughs> I have I have movie pass. So I've been I don't feel so guilty about going to the movies and seeing something that, you know, might be kind of awful. But could be a real stinker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um yeah, I mean like it was just that was one where they tried to do a lot of jump jump scares and they were just never good. <laughs> it was And it was like that was their big thing they were relying on. It, it was uh it wasn't much of any script. Like that's a shame. And then I had a David Harbor look-alike ripoff um <laughs> who uh like starring as the male lead oh what I'm is like, that guess... guy he's Dom... in stranger things Domnall dominic something one of them yeah i anyway it was i knew it was gonna be terrible and uh Again, it was, I mean, I really have seen worse things. I, I do, I will say that, but yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, I could have passed, definitely passed that. Well, that's just, just sad, though, because the history of that house alone. I know. It is so fascinating that you could just, one, you could just tell a straight story and it, and it could be really good if you do it right. But you could, if you wanted to take some license with it, you could go in all kinds of different directions. And it and it's a shame that if you're given something like that with that's such a great jumping off point, and then you don't do anything with it. Well, one thing that I I thought I mean it's exactly what I was thinking, but specifically like they could have included a scene in there where she's consulting like a spiritualist and having some sort of seance. You never see that in the movie. Like what? Wait, they don't wait, even what? show you that part. At least I don't think there was. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole. And you checked it out. It was so boring. I mean, it's <laughs> that is the whole. I mean, that's why she did what she did. Yeah. How did yeah. they not do that? That's crazy. It should have been yeah. like Ouija, except Winchester. Yeah. Like there should yeah. have been like Ouija boards <laughs> and spiritualists and. Completely, that's what they should have done, and they did not go down that path. Like, they talked that she had been going and seeing spiritualists, but it comes from the point of view of they're sending this doctor there to assess her sanity. Like, this board of the Winchester Rifle Company is sending a doctor to assess her because she's, like, 50% shareholder in the company. Like, <laughs> so she's already seen this spiritualist. Like, it's so, like, ridiculous. But you don't see this, like, here she's telling this guy and trying to convince him about ghosts, but she never, you know, brings in a seance. Like, it's... To, do they try to um, legitimize the haunted claims or are, are they attempting to make her, are they going the crazy route or the haunted route, I guess? Or is that something that it would be a spoiler? I think they're unsure what they want to do <laughs> with uh. it. See, because yeah. I'm thinking if they wanted to take it and actually go with the haunted thing, 
mm-hmm. rather than the crazy angle. If they wanted to make the hauntings real in within this world, it would be so cool to actually bring in a spiritualist and have like a a whole scene, um, like something out of the others or something well, out of you know, drag me to hell or I mean, or maybe not that over the top, but you know. Well, so- they do. I mean, they do at least. You know, she convinces the whatever the guy that. Yeah, this is a spoiler a little bit, but that, you know, that there are ghosts there, but you still, like, her sanity is never, like, still in question. And then the doctor's sanity is in question, too, so you don't know. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I just... But again, I could watch Helen Mirren read the phone book, so <laughs> it wasn't a complete waste of my time. Yeah, I adore her. I really do. It just I wish that- it were a better movie because I think, you know, because it purely it was like script would have like made a huge difference. If there were a better script. That's always a bummer too when they take something as iconic as the Winchester mm-hmm. House and you're like, oh, don't screw this up because if you do, they can't make enough fucked it up. There's actually a, I have a movie from several years ago that's called like The Haunting of Winchester House or something like that. And it was um, like, a, I don't know if it was a, originally a sci-fi movie or an independent film. I found it like in a bargain bin somewhere. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll watch it. It wasn't good, but. Um, <laughs> I've seen that on 2B TV before. Okay. Yeah, see, the point <laughs> is they, they've actually made the Winchester movie before, but that one was so forgettable. Then like this one gave them the opportunity, gave them the opportunities to sort of clean the palette and do something really good. And now you're right, Bo. I mean, since they did this, now we got to wait, you know, a bunch of years before someone can even attempt to do something good with it. That's the, the probably the worst part about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so incidentally, that song, that I was talking about is Heartbeats and it's the the group is a Swedish electronic group called The Knife. Oh. And um that's a really cool song. Uh-huh. You know, the one from Sacrament. Oh, right, right, right. I'm just Jamie Jenkins and everything <laughs> these days. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Um let's go into a quick break and we'll be right back with the news. Broadcasting from the cursed earth, the psycho semanticast. Let us face, without panic, the reality of our time. The fact that atom bombs may someday be dropped on our cities. And let us prepare for survival by understanding the weapon that threatens us. To have a, uh, an ignorant, uh, thin-skinned megalomaniac uh, who sends off uh, you know, Twitters at 3 a.m. if somebody angered him. The neo-Nazis turning up in Washington, D.C. to have a rally saying, Heil Trump. We talk about politics. I knew I couldn't trust you corporate grease balls. We talk about movies. You can't come down here and arrest people just because of what they look like. Are you crazy? But that's police harassment. We talk about political movies. We're in trouble. The whole world's in trouble. They're all around us and we never knew it. You can only see them with these special glasses. The Psycho Semanticast. Be quiet a second, will you? It's 8 o'clock in Los Angeles. It's 9 o'clock in Denver. It's 10 o'clock in Chicago. In Baltimore, it's 6.42. Time for the 11 o'clock report. Here's Johnny. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum.
Game over, man. Game over. Your mother sucks cops in hell. And welcome back to the news. Our first story, Child's Play TV series coming from Don Mancini and David Kirshner. We're getting a Child's Play TV series, according to Bloody Disgusting. The classic horror film is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. The TV show comes to us from Don Mancini, who wrote the screenplay and directed Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky. Mancini told the site that he and producer David Kirshner are in development on a Child's Play TV series and that the series was, quote, deliberately set up at end of, set up, at end of the last movie, Oops. my lord, what? and that and that the tone is dark and disturbing. Brad Dourif, who voiced Chucky, will reportedly return for the series. Well, of course he would kind of have to. Right. I mean, it would just be you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, to me, Chucky that even goes beyond like people getting upset about Robert England and Freddy Krueger. Right, I, it, it's all I, the I voice. Don't think you, yeah, I mean, because there is no actual person. Yeah. Um, that is, you know, he is Chucky, and I don't, I don't really, I mean, for me anyway, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah. they could try it, and I wouldn't be mad about it. But it just, to me, just seems like it wouldn't be worth it. Um, so there's that. So basically, what we're having is um a new a new TV show based off of a film series, and we've seen that done before. Of course, we're about to go into our third season of Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I watched a couple, I, the maybe one episode of that, I think, so far. It's all right. I really like it. The second season, especially, I yeah. thought was great uh, when they brought in oh, Lee Majors, the $6 Lee million dollar man. Yeah. <laughs> He's amazing play, on that show. To play his dad, that was phenomenal. It was, oh, so good. Yeah. It was a stroke of casting genius. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've seen this happen before, so I guess they figure, oh, I mean, of course, we're still riding on the high of horror being popular on television. Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess uh, they're going to try to take... A, and, and the last two Child's Play films have done really well. Yeah, so, I haven't seen Cult yet, but I liked uh, Curse. Curse was real good. I liked Cult quite a bit. Yeah, I just haven't gotten around to watching I it yet. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> So, I don't know. What do you guys think? You Would you watch this? Would you look forward to it? I'd probably watch it on Netflix when it becomes available. Yeah, I don't know how much enthusiasm I have for a Child's Play television show. Um, I like the movies all right. I thought uh, Curse was way better than Cult. Uh, and, yeah. I don't know. I do, think, I do think Curse was better than Cult, but I liked Cult quite a bit. It, it's fine. I'd be interested in seeing another movie. I just like there's only so many shows you can watch, right? And truth, well, <laughs> right? Preach. So there are only so many shows that you and Duncan can have a show about. <laughs> fuck! They all came back this year. I'm so, <laughs> they're really gonna fuck us and be like, surprise, True Detective this fall. And I'm like, oh, never again. Um, I mean. I have to watch it at least, um, at least the first few episodes because uh, you know if it comes out, of course we'll be covering on evil episodes. However, we don't marry ourselves to TV shows so much. So I mean, if they're crap, we don't we don't force ourselves to watch them just because there's so much stuff out there mm-hmm. that we have to watch. It's hard enough to keep up as it is. But I would definitely be checking out the beginning of it because that's what we do. All right. Yeah. 
I actually am interested to see it, but I would prefer if they just kept doing movies. I think that just it's a little easier. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, And they're on a high. Like right now they're on a high. Like you're they're They're on a really good run with these with these films. So, right. I give us another one of those. I would I would definitely be down for that. I think more people be willing to commit to that than an actual series. Right. Why do I got to watch this 30 minutes at a time Mm. over 10 weeks? It's it's the eight hour long episodes. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is there's so much now that you now that everyone has their own TV shows, too. You know, Mm -hmm. there's Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and... Um, of course, all the cable channels and the networks. I mean, there you've got TV shows coming at you from every angle. It is impossible to watch everything. There's just not enough time. It's so much easier to squeeze a movie in here and there right. than to try to devote yourself to, you know, 13 episodes of an hour-long series of, you know. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I guess people are still doing it, but... It just amazes me that the way there's so many, there's so much stuff out there to watch now. It amazes me when anything gets really high numbers because it just seems like the market would be so incredibly diluted that every show would get 17 views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to picture what an eight hour, you know, Chucky story is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. That's a good point. You Unless know, they like, did it like it... 24 style and then, you know, <laughs> did. Or it starts with the pioneers. <laughs> we go through generations of families with doll problems. <laughs> oh my god! The haunted puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they throw in that trilogy of terror Zuni fetish doll for kicks. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of a doll too. <laughs> Chucky meets Annabelle. Oh, fuck. Which is actually a really oh. good segue. <laughs> actually, it is. Yeah, because my next story, speaking of Annabelle, is... Um, Better well, who wins, we lose. Also takes place in the Conjuring universe. Uh, Warner Brothers pushes the release date for the Conjuring spinoff, The Nun. It's moving the new line, The Nun, from July 13th, 2018, to September 7th, 2018. Man, they're constantly moving these movies around and irritating me. Um, yeah, <laughs> move it to the yawnth of who gives a shit. I'm actually, I'm looking forward to the now. All right. Now, you know where I stand on the Wannaverse, which is a term that I just coined. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did. And I kill demand, it immediately. I demand credit for that. But it makes yeah. much sense. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the Wanniverse, and I am always looking forward, to, except for Annabelle. Like, the first Annabelle was crap. Second, uh, Annabelle creation, really good. Um, Annabelle, the first one, no. Um, but I'm looking forward to The Nun. I, I was interested in that character. But um, uh, Taisa Farmiga, Demian B. Hmm, Beach here. I don't know. Jonas Bloquette, Charlotte Hope. Oh, that's actually just a regular word. Charlotte Hope. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to what? What is irregular words? 
I was going to say Hope A, and then I was like, no, that's just Hope. I'm, I feel like Duncan trying to read names. <laughs> I love it when Duncan, have you ever noticed how Duncan will be reading names and then he'll just go, oh, for, oh fuck this. <laughs> he'll just give up. Yep. Yeah, like, he's a quitter. Fuck it, yeah. other people. <laughs> um, Ingrid Bisu and Bonnie Aarons. The old release date had the film released two days before Incredibles 2. Tag, Superfly. Uh, tag and Superfly. Are we going back in time? <laughs> <laughs> On Chesil Beach and an untitled Universal release. <laughs> oh, well, we don't want to go up against that untitled Universal release. Right. That's deadly. Um, the new release date has the film by itself. So I guess they didn't want to what they didn't want to pair a horror movie about a demon nun against Incredibles 2. Yeah, it's Pixar. <laughs> That's going to kill the box office that weekend no matter what. I mean, yeah, no matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, when a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Ro- in Romania takes her own life, a priest with a haunted past and ooh, and an novitiate on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate. Together they uncover the Order's unholy secret, risking not only their lives, but their faith and their very souls. They confront a malevolent force in the form of the same demon nun that first terrorized audiences in The Conjuring 2 as the Abbey becomes a horrific battleground between the living and the damned. All right, here's how you I'm interested in this movie. Mm. Is if it turns out it's a secret shot for shot remake of Ken Russell's The Devils. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. And then I would be like, are you kidding? Let's fucking do this. Like, oh, yeah, they CGI like Oliver Reed back into it. It's great. <laughs> I would be less surprised if it was a shot for shot remake of that terrible movie from 2013, The Nun. Oh, I knew that's what I thought Bo was gonna. I thought oh, that's what I right. thought Bo was gonna say initially, and I was gonna be like, "Damn it, no!" Which I'm pretty sure we covered on this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that bad. was a, that was bad news bears. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Now, I don't remember what it was about. I just remember it being bad. I remember like her floating around a hallway. Yeah, I think it was a water. bunch. Yeah, I feel like it was bad. Yeah. Now the script was written by James Wan and Gary Doberman. And so that makes me happy. But the director. Gary Doberman does good work. Um, no, James Wan. Shut up. Uh, the director is someone who I think is new to the Wanniverse. Um, notice I'm I'm making this a thing. This is going to be a thing. Stop um, trying to catch happen. <laughs> hashtag Wanniverse. <laughs> hashtag Bo's nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corin Hardy is the director's name. And he previously did The Hallow. Right. Which is that the Irish? Oh, that's all right. Film? Yeah. Oh, so, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, so, that's all right. Okay. All right. Yes, I'm okay with this. You may continue. Because <laughs> they were asking me. <laughs> eh, it's not enough to get me on board yet. I I need to hear the Ken Russell thing. No, I'm. <laughs> There's a wooden dildo in it. Oh yeah. A James Wan script and a guy who directed The Hallow. Um, is that's that's enough for me i'm all right with that so yeah i'm looking forward to it we'll see what happens it doesn't mean it's going to be good but uh i'm always down with giving it a shot i did not hate insidious 4 
earlier this year. I saw that. Holy and shit. Didn't hate that. <laughs> that was kind of. I meh. forgot that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, well, because it was it was supposed to be out, uh, was it September or October, and they pushed it to January. Um, oh, yeah, I think we talked it was sort about of, that. It was right after the new year. We did, yeah. It was right after the new year. They kind of slipped it in. And I went out to see it, and I, I thought it was okay. I was I was okay with it. I just, um, but see, you know, like I said, to me, that's a that whole thing. I love it. So, all right. Well, you guys just aren't as excited as I am, I guess. Well, there's <laughs> I, nothing new there. I, I, I'm telling you, it's James Yawn. Uh, <laughs> can't I cannot get excited about a movie that he's helming at this point. Don't try to steal my thunder with something funnier than what I have. I am looking forward to his Aquaman. I will come across this counter. (laughs) Yeah, didn't he do one of them Fast and Furious movies? Yeah, I think he did the last one. All right. He did the seventh one. Oh, okay. Sorry, seventh one. It was really good. I think I may have seen that one. Yeah, apparently those movies are It was the one where they were in Dubai, and he, like, did that leap from building to building in the car, like, (laughs) or down, or something crazy. But anyway, I thought it was fun. But, you know, I'm, but I'm also, uh, I'm kind of a mark for the Fast and Furious movies too. So, <laughs> because of what a gearhead you are. Yeah, <laughs> I love movies about cars. I do. I can't help it. All right. All right. Um, Videos with bulldozers and farm machines. <laughs> now you're just describing my Saturday night and. <laughs> When other kids were watching, like, Fuzzy Spice Channel, <laughs> I was watching the farm report. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, kids love heavy movers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, lastly, Chris Columbus to write and direct Five Nights at Freddy's movie, because that's what I've been waiting for. Oh, no. (laughs) David's going to be like, wait, I'm excited about this one. (laughs) Of course he would be. That's the first book we had to read. (laughs) I know. I have Um, thoughts, and I'll I'll wait till we I'm not quite sure I've forgiven you for that either. (laughs) (laughs) I have thoughts, but read the story first. Uh, Deadline reports that uh, Blumhouse and Universal have found a director for the long-in-development Five Nights at Freddy's movie enlisting Chris's... Mm-mm. Enlisting Chris Columbus to write and direct the feature. Oh, the production company confirms the news on Twitter with the below photo. And Columbus is at home rocking back and forth in a shower going, <laughs> I went from Harry Potter to this. <laughs> uh, Columbus is perhaps best known for his for directing the first two Harry Potter films. See? <laughs> Plus, finally... Um, Family-friendly entertainment like Mrs. Doubtfire and Home Alone, but he has dabbled in horror previously by penning the script for the classic horror comedy Gremlins and executive producing the period horror The Witch. That doesn't really count. Like, executive producing something, that doesn't count. Um, Chris, although, man, The Witch was good. Chris Columbus will also produce the film alongside. So, basically, this is the Chris Columbus show. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Blumhouse... uh, is Jason Blum and the video games creator Scott Coffin? 
Yes. Uh, five Nights at Freddy's challenges players to survive for five nights as a security guard in a demented pizza entertainment restaurant where homicidal, possessed animatronics <laughs> roam the halls in search of their next victims. I will never forget when this game first came out and David was playing it. And we were recording a show and he had just come off of playing it like for the first time. And so he was telling me about it. <laughs> And it was, it was really exciting. Like, it sounded like it'd be really fun. Like, I could see myself, like, getting all PewDiePie freaked out, mm. uh, you know, playing it. And, God, that was a long time ago. Yeah, but right. uh, he, he was all, and then they try to catch you, and they try to, <laughs> if they catch you, they force you into the suit. <laughs> uh. I'm like, oh. Um, the first game in the series launched in August of 2014 and quickly became a sensation online inspiring countless let's play videos a sequel was released in november of the same year followed by third and fourth a fifth in 2016 and a sixth last year the series has played with non-linear and non-traditional storytelling throughout its continuity with the fourth game actually being the first in the timeline the first game arriving in the middle of the continuity and the most recent Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator being the final chapter for now. The underlying story of the franchise is very cryptic and hidden throughout the game, giving the upcoming film the opportunity to expand on and confirm the story details. Many games throughout the series have offered clues to the underlying story of what caused the animatronics of Freddy Fazbear and his friends to haunt the location pointing toward a decades-spanning child murderer and the return of his victims from beyond the grave. That's it. Meh. I heard, I mean, That's I, your thoughts? No, oh. I mean, I, I knew that they were going to... I think Warner Brothers had it first. So, I mean, that there's finally a director attached to it. That's good. Um, my guess would be that they're going to go with a, basically an adaptation of the first book would make sense. Um... I mean, the, the basic gist of the first book is would be fine. It's just that first book is not good. Um, That's putting it lightly. Yeah, um, It's a different... I think he said the books are a different timeline from the games. So he can kind of do whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's going to make a fuckload of money, regardless. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be PG-13, though. Because they want to make that... Uh, they want to make that money. Off them kids who love this shit. Uh, which I think is going to be ultimately disappointing. Because if you're going to do this, I'd rather see it like full-on crazy fucking R-rated goddamn animatronics murdering people. Um, <laughs> but we're not going to get that. So what we're probably going to get is a PG-13 like teen horror movie with scary animatronics and some bullshit about why they're animatronics. And yeah... Is gonna be real dumb. It might be good though. Who knows? I will reserve my you, judgment. You knock this movie out in thirty days flat. Yeah. You get the script for Chopping Mall. <laughs> you find replace Killbots with the uh, animatronics with 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 their names. Pizza Rat. <laughs> and done. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I mean, like legit. Like, as long as they don't adhere to that stupid five... If they don't try and actually make the characters go back to that place five times, which they did in the book, which is really, really Ridiculous. fucking stupid. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, if you can get get your group of doofuses into the haunted place and then lock them in, 
and then just let the mayhem happen. We don't actually need five nights of it happening because that's fucking stupid. You know, play with time within the, 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 the place or something. Whatever you want, you need to do. Just don't let them get out until the goddamn movie is over. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Preach. We got a shit ton of questions. Cause All right. Bo fucking reminded me to ask questions and then we got a shitload of them. Uh, so, Jesus Christ. First question. Corpus IOPS. Fucking with the hard hard hitting question right out of the gate. Ooh, what firing fastballs. What Let's will happen with DTP now that David is retiring? Okay, so that was something I was gonna talk about. Then your about. business, know, move right? on. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll talk about that later. Uh Darren asked, What movie are you well, talking about? Well, by the about? way, I love court. Yes. Yes, Sorry. court's fun. Uh Darren asked, uh, what movie are we talking about? We we're doing the editor. Bo responded to that. Uh, Court asks, uh, why are there so many songs about rainbows? I don't know. Are there? Not, no, there aren't. <laughs> There's, it's a joke. I, I have not done that. I have not done that yet. I know that they don't have meetings about rainbows. That I know. Okay. I learned that from the sixth sense. What? What was, what happened they in the sixth sense? Because well, because he was drawing pictures and he was drawing like pictures of dead people, and so they had meetings about it, and so then he started drawing pictures of rainbows, and oh, then he right. told Bruce Willis they don't have meetings about rainbow. Come on, people, it's, it's a classic. It's, it's been a long time <laughs> yeah. since I've watched this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What happened at the end? I think I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he helped the little girl, and then I nodded off. Yeah. Was there a thing? No. Everyone lived happily ever after. That was the twist. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. It's nice anything. to see that in movies. Yeah. You didn't miss anything. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, bro. <laughs> he killed his mother so she could be with him always, and he could always see her. That's what happened to him. Right. Oh, and then he dark. met the blue fairy. Wait, no, that's AI. <laughs> anyway, Joseph uh, Joseph Anthony Patriciello. Hey, I got it this right at the time. Uh, says, how do you guys feel, or how would you guys feel about Universal letting Blumhouse handle a dark universe attempt? Uh, I'd be okay with that. I've, I like Blumhouse. Yeah, I like I, what they. Do. I like what they're doing. Um, I don't think everything they've done is great, but I think they're producing uh, pretty good stuff for, on a budget. Their batting record doesn't suck. Yeah. No, and yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, and we I looked at their Wikipedia page, and like surprisingly, they like just their horror stuff is impressive. Um, and it, like, but they've also produced a bunch of other shit that you're like, oh wow, like yeah, didn't they do uh uh what was no, I almost said drumline? That's not no it. um I know whiplash you, whiplash yeah yeah I think yeah. they did. And which is a fantastic film, right? So yeah, they've they've actually got some really good stuff. Um, and like looking at their box office, like cost of production versus like box office, it's like yeah, they're doing something right. It, they're well, Roger they're like the, the Corman. shit out of yeah. This. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. basically they're the modern day Corman, and good on them. Um, I you know what I'd say let you give them a shot because Universal keeps fucking it up. So um, yeah, why not? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've already, I've already said I don't give a shit about cinematic universes. I'm sick of them now. But if, if we were gonna do a, a classic monsters 
movies again, I would trust Blumhouse way more than I trust Universal to do it, clearly. You know what, though? I did love about The Mummy is, and it makes me sad that we may not get any more of this. Mm. And this is this is so dumb, but this is the one thing I loved about that movie. <laughs> that dark universe logo in the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, that, fair enough. That was that the was best right. thing they came up with. Yeah. But... I, I think that's the story of those movies too, right? right. It's all it's all high concept. Right. No right. idea how to execute on right. it. Uh, and and I think it's stupid. Like, don't make it a, a cinematic universe if you want to take over the universal monsters. Mm-hmm. Fine. Just don't try to make like unless Abbott and Costello are involved. Or there is a house of Frankenstein in the neighborhood. These <laughs> monsters don't need to meet up. Yeah. Especially to save the world for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real dumb. Man, no, don't use House of Frankenstein or House of Dracula as a jumping off point, by the way. Because neither one of those were very good. No, but not really. I don't think we need to. I mean, I agree with you, Bo. I don't think we need to mix them. I don't think we need to make them meet. I would like some new something new done with these with these properties mm-hmm. just because I like the properties but yeah I don't think we need to try to force them to you know across paths all the time I think that's kind of where they fucked up well they fucked up a lot of things <laughs> about about the mummy but that that was one of the things that fucked them up is they got so hung up on trying to create this universe that they kind of forgot how to make you know, storylines for these individual characters, right. you know, and it's just, you can't really do it that way. Yeah. What I, I do like the idea though of saying, Hey, uh, Mike Flanagan, here's 5 million bucks. Go make the Wolfman. Right. Oh my don't, God. Don't, yes. don't give a shit what you do with it. Just keep it under 5 million. Right. Yes. And then let's yes. see what, <laughs> what comes out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think house would be the best Del way to Toro, do that. Del Toro always wanted to do Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like, we know that. Right. But we just got the shape of water, and I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> I. The Creature yeah. of the Black Lagoon fucks. And I, I love yep. that fucking movie, so I, I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm like, I'm sated for now, but <laughs> I've, I mean, that's, that's my favorite Universal character. I, I have always been dying. No one really has seemed, except for Del Toro, has seemed interested in doing anything with the creature. And. I just think he's always been a really fun character. You know, we've got Dracula and Frankenstein's monster out the ass, but no one wants to touch the creature, it seems. Yeah. But um, anyway, I think a good Bride of Frankenstein would be interesting yeah. to do. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. Just don't be stupid oh, yeah, about yeah. it. I definitely think, if yeah, like I said, if Blumhouse were to do it, they would probably do a good job with it. I agree. Um... Justice says he's going to miss me on this in VD. Oh, that's very sad. Uh, I was one of the voices of the guy to listen to the Legion. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Who was that? Uh, that was Joseph. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, Darren asked, what kind of bear do you imagine took the editor's hand? <laughs> well, I, I, we know what took his hand. Well, yeah, but, but apparently, I don't know. Some Bo, you're the, the, the animal expert. Kodiak, 100%. All right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Andrew Huff asks what is your favorite wintry horror movie you know i i don't know man it's more of like a thriller than a horror i guess but i 
have always loved Dead of Winter. And I have oh, yeah, to watch no. that every, like when it snows every year, I have to, I got to watch it. Mm. And that is, um, what's her name? Uh, Mary Steen, is it Mary Steen Virgin? Mm. Am I yeah. Talking about? Okay. And um, she is an actress who gets a job and playing a part in an independent film and um, uh, Roddy McDowell plays the casting director who comes down and gives her the job and then takes her back up to this remote spot in Canada to make the film. And then it turns out like there's a whole mystery and murder and intrigue. And um, I have just always loved it. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, it's kind of obscure and no one really talks about it. But um, yeah, that's my favorite thing to watch every winter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a really creepy movie, and I love Mary Steenburgen and Roddy McDowell maybe equally. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> Thought you stepped on a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, as possible as that would be within my household, that did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> Bo. He didn't step on a cat either. No. I- uh, I, all right, I'll I'll give you two because one is the obvious, the thing. The yeah, shiny? that's mine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's maybe my favorite movie ever. So, uh, but I, I'll as far as like a a holiday horror movie, uh, I think Gremlins is great. I think I think that's a yeah, a yeah. fine Christmas yeah, horror film. That's a good Christmas one. Dun 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 dun. All right, sorry, Vanessa. Written by Chris Columbus. Well, winter time, like I've got to say, and I'm not a holiday movie person, but the only one I, one of the two I'll watch is Black Christmas, mm. the original. Oh, yeah. It just is like the weather and, and everything, like the, it just, the winter season is really a part of that film, you know, yeah. which is the same reason why I would say The Shining as well. Yeah. Because, you know, even though it, it's got so many other things going on, it's still... The char- I mean, winter and the weather is a character unto itself. Yeah. Oh, show. Sure. All right. Uh, Joseph asks, uh, how about a YouTube Legion's 100 Scariest Movie Moments, all the Bravo Bravo one, uh, but featuring the Legion family as talking heads? Uh, you apparently just rewatched the original and thought it would be fun to see. That would actually be super fun. That would yeah, be Yeah, I'm fun. open am, to that idea completely. I, yeah, I am too. I am totally down for that. Uh, All right. Well, we'll figure. We'll try to figure that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I think that's definitely something doable. Uh, Pete Quint asks, "Evil Head or the Shaft?" Mm. What was the question? Evil Head <laughs> or the Shaft? Evil Head or the Shaft? Yes. I don't understand this question. Neither do I. <laughs> Moving along. Dave Burke asks. Uh, Black Devil Doll deserves an Oscar. That's a terrible movie. It's it's, yeah, hilarious. yeah. But I I gotta tell you, the trailer was hilarious. I thought the trailer was fantastic. The entire film cannot float that idea. It just it just does not work feature length. You, you or can't for me, you know. just be tasteless. You know, like the genius of John Waters is that his movies are completely tasteless, but there's a statement being made in that tastelessness. And Black Devil Doll is just 
a tasteless piece of crap masquerading as a parody, and it's right. awful. I, I thought it was hilarious, but you know, I mean, to me, maybe the first three minutes, it just to me, it, you just can't sustain that one note joke for an you know an entire film. At least it didn't work for me. I haven't watched it since it came out. I'll I'll say that much, but Oh yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But I remember yeah. thinking it was pretty funny. Granted I was probably also really drunk and or high at the time, so You'd you'd have to be. There is that. Uh exactly. That's not one to watch sober. Yeah. All right. Um let's see. Questions. That's not questions, that's talking about the dog. Uh, Dan Chase asked uh, thoughts on the ritual, which we talked about earlier a little bit, and the new uh, Cloverfield. I have not seen. I enjoyed it. Cloverfield. I enjoyed it. I particularly kind of nerded out in the last minute or so. Oh yeah, I heard about that. It didn't surprise me where it was going. I kind of was hoping that's where it would go, and then when it did go where I wanted it to go, it made me really happy. Mm. So I was okay with it. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I just reinstated my Netflix a couple days ago. Um, I just haven't gotten around to watching that yet. I haven't really been inclined to. Uh, I might, but eh. yeah. The the movie I wanted to watch, mm-hmm. they kept cutting away from. Yeah. They like there's what ten minutes, fifteen minutes of what's going on on Earth. That's true. And I, I was I... like, that seems cool. Everything that's going on on this stupid spaceship is dumb. <laughs> I want to see monsters attack in the planet. Yeah, I I am with you on that. I would have much pre- much preferred to have seen what was going on down here. Um, but yeah, I felt Chris O'Dowd, who I I gen- generally like. I think he's a, a funny comedic actor. You know, he's great on IT Crowd and all that. Um. I thought his character was irritating instead of funny. And the shit that happened with his arm was completely unexplained other than the space time shit, I guess. <laughs> and shrug. And yeah. it's it, like, science. it's, it, it ain't the worst movie I ever saw because I've seen the Ouija experiment too. <laughs> 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 but, but, uh, also I just thought that, the Cloverfield stuff, like the monster stuff reference in the referencing the first film, mm-hmm. uh, I thought was interesting. And uh, maybe that's the other movie that's already in the can. Um, but yeah, I just thought that all the sci-fi in this wasn't particularly cool and I didn't like any of the characters and it never, it never felt surprising. And when it was surprising, it's cause shit didn't make any sense. Right. Other than, again, like, oh, well, we fired this thing up and now everything's gone all higgledy-piggledy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, like, Junior over here is vomited up worms and has a screwy eyeball. And Chris O'Dowd's arm's gone all, all wackadoo. <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't understand what any of that, how it happened other than the vague explanation of, well, we turned on this thing, right? And <laughs> particles. Okay. It's, yeah, I, none of that worked for me, and I got bored. All right. <laughs> oh, speaking of worst movie, I recently tried to watch this thing on, I think it was on Shutter, could have been Prime, but called Lycan, right? Mm-hmm. Now, title, 
right up my alley. Takes place in Georgia, right up my alley. I was like, sweet, it's brand new. A brand new werewolf movie set in Georgia. I am down. I was up. <laughs> I watched maybe like 20 minutes of it. I started to write it in my book. Like, a, you know, my this is my watching journal. Mm-hmm. And Brian was like, don't write this shit down. It doesn't count. <laughs> because I That's didn't a movie. make it past like... <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it past like 20 minutes. I had to bail on him. And he was just like, don't even write this shit down. It doesn't count. And wow. I was like... Oh, <laughs> it made me sad, but it was so fucking bad. Yeah. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. All right. Uh, Court asks, uh, "What is your least favorite film from your favorite filmmaker?" Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Um. Any genre. <laughs> I, I I assume I am assuming he's means horror. Okay. Because <laughs> this is a horror show. Yeah, I yeah. Know. <laughs> but yeah, but I, like I can like well, Woody Allen's really made some shit. <laughs> hmm. I, I'll bite the bullet and right. say uh, if. John Carpenter, who is near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. as a director, yes. I think I think he went on one of the most impressive runs of films that has ever been. Not just in the horror genre, just in movies. Yeah. That said, Ghosts of Mars is a tough <laughs> set for me. That's a real honker. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh shit. Um I feel like Argento's Dracula is way too easy. Eh, it's not wrong though. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Cuz I've seen some of his other shitty movies and I'm like, mm, no, that 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 CGI was real real bad." Dracula's a real slap in the face to anyone who ever saw, you know, phenomena. Yeah, oof. Yeah. Still like it because you're a crazy person. Yeah, I'm going with uh, <laughs> Argento's Dracula. It's probably the worst Argento movie I've ever seen. All right. Um, hmm, for Cronenberg. Ooh, damn. That's a rough one for me. Ooh, gloves are off. Um. Well, I mean, he's my he's my favorite. Right. I. It's really fucking hard. And the only thing I can think of that I don't really just love of his is not even a really it's not a horror film. It's maps maps to the stars. I wasn't crazy about it, but. I did kind of like it even. So of his horror stuff, my least favorite Naked Lunch, maybe? Oh, bite your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, uh Naked Lunch is awesome. It's like um, Julian Sands sucking off an alien in that movie. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I can't even. I mean, there's just, his catalog is so fucking right, well. good. Yeah. I'd say, I honestly, I I have always felt that Rabid could have been better. Yeah, yeah. That seems unfair yeah. because it's really early in his career, but I do feel like it could have been better. Although we've got the Soska sisters who are supposed to be remaking that film now. Hmm. 
I don't think they're going to make it better, but <laughs> I don't think that's going to help. No, but, probably not. Um, um, but people maybe are going to follow all over themselves saying how great it is. Yeah, uh, Jesus. All right. Uh, Joseph asks again, uh, why isn't there a resurgence of animal attack movies? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> I don't. Because uh, we're, well, we're not all Bo one... Ransdell. <laughs> one um, Jaws was a thing. And uh, we got things like Grizzly because of Jaws. Also, eco horror. There was that was a huge thing at yeah. the time and the majority of those films were you know the jumping off point was we're doing shit to fuck up the earth now we've still been doing that right. that hasn't changed but now we just get shit like geostorm yeah right you know yeah. Ugh, yeah. well we do have i mean we've got things like sharknado and arachnoquake and um i mean just there are there are animal attack films out there. They're just not like they used to be. Well, and, you know that's sci-fi. If I know. may, Jamie, there are people Please out man. there doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I know you've been doing it. Uh, I, the, I've read the script. I think uh, a well, script? sure. Uh, oh, I've got an animals attack script, and it is uh, awesome. I, I like it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but. You know, there's been a spate of uh, shark movies recently, mm. and that's okay because, as we know, the shark is the bear of the sea. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's a plus. And uh, also, uh, I've I've sung the praises of Into the Grizzly Maze a couple of times. Yes, you have. Uh, and that is an excellent uh, animal attack film. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's definitely not in its heyday anymore, but every now and again, one comes along that I really like and, uh, that 47 meters down, that was fine. And that was good. I, I was very pleased with that film. Yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't expect it to be that good. I, I mean, I think there are a lot of contributing factors. We don't get them the way we used to get them when they'll never be like they were right. because, a lot of those also, a lot of them were TV movies. And we don't get those anymore. Well, Not we, like that. We don't yeah, have yeah, like yeah. movie of the week anymore. And even when we do, they don't look like that. Part of the charm of those films was the way that they looked. Uh, to me, anyway. You know, uh, it's just the film style. And we just don't get movies like that anymore. I need more Piranha films is what I need. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I after watching or rewatching, speaking of Lee Majors, uh, not so long ago, I rewatched Killer Fish, which was yeah. uh, <laughs> like a, an Italian piranha film nice. with <laughs> Lee Majors and Karen Black. And oh, so fucking good. Right. Uh, <clears throat> that guy gets chewed up on a shitty raft in that movie. It's fantastic. Great. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, we just watched Grizzly last week, I think, oh, um, man. just because. And I need more Andrew Prine. I think he's dead, though. Uh, but, yeah, he's fantastic in that movie as yeah. not Jerry Reed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but that just watching that movie made me just want to watch things like Day of the Animals or even The Swarm, which is honestly not very good at all. But there's uh, something... Is that it. the Henry Fonda scene yes. when he's testing the serum on himself is pretty good when he's like, oh no, 
uh, pulse is going back up. The serum's not working. You're just like, oh, man, I'm about to watch Henry Fonda die right in front of me. And then you yeah. do. And then, but the best part about that movie is when they get the visions of the giant bees. You know, when they're when the people are poisoned and they start to see like the hallucinations of the giant bees in front of like menacing them. Right. Like um, uh, like if you're super hungry and you're a Looney Tunes, people turn <laughs> into sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Definitely one of my favorite subgenres for sure is uh when animals run amok. Okay, Gary asks, uh, which two horror characters would be uh, would be great in a buddy cop situation? Uh, any two from any any yeah, horror yeah, film, and and by buddy cop, are they enforcing the law just to understand the parameters yeah. <laughs> we're working within? Sure, why not? I want to see Herbert West with someone. Oh yeah. Herbert Weston. Uh, Herbert Weston Freddy might be pretty funny. Because West's a straight yeah. man. Yeah, I just feel like Freddy is a little too quippy. Yeah. Yeah, he did put him with somebody else. I uh, A pinhead is not out of the question in this scenario, I think. For who? For, no, like uh, Herbert West and Pinhead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be fun. With uh, Herbert West as the rookie cop. Oh, that yeah. That Pinhead is the older, you yeah, know. like that. These streets will tear your soul apart. What about, like, someone balancing out, um, oh, the hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw, because he's all like manic and crazy. Oh, yeah. So I would, I, I, I'm picturing him with somebody like, somebody like Pinhead, I guess, who would just be like, like, stop it, call him your you shit. <laughs> the, the Hell 2000 Settle computer. Down. Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't you talk about that in the last show? <laughs> Maybe. There was something about Hal. I swear to God, there was something about Hal in the last episode. Oh, so here's how you do it. You make it a, a soft Knight Rider reboot oh. where the Hal 2000 is, the car. is in the car like Kit. Yeah. And your horror villain is David Hasselhoff because that still works. <laughs> uh, I think Jason and Carrie would make a good team. Yeah, that'd be they fun. just hang out. He, and we know from uh, New Blood that he don't know what to do with a telekinetic. Right. But she would help him out. Michael right. Myers and Chop Top. Oh, those two would be fun. <laughs> yeah. That works. <laughs> I just keep picturing like Michael getting so frustrated. <laughs> hey, how about this time Alien with Predator? Aww. Aww. <laughs> All right, but you gotta one of them say, "I'm getting too old for this shit." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would definitely be the predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Well, that was fun. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Uh, Jerry asks, uh, "Best child death in a horror movie?" He says his oh. vote is uh, walk the walk the plank scene in Alligator. 
That is awesome. Pretty but good. But I'm going to say Kyle Richards in Assault on Precinct 13. Mm, that's Blows good. Blows her head right off. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love that shit. Oh. Although Halloween, I mean Halloween, Alligator, that is super solid. The Beyond. When that little girl gets her head fucking blown apart with that 357. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. That's just a nice screenshot, too. Yeah, I love that screenshot. Oh. I remember, I actually, I had a copy of Fangoria with that, with that on the cover, because I think it was like, it had just been re-released on video or something like that. Um, and I was like, holy shit, I have to see this movie. And then, like, I didn't actually see that movie until I was, like, in my 20s, but... I finally saw it, and it's fucking great. I love the Beyond, although it's on it's on Amazon under its other name. It's on there. It's like Seven Doors of Death. I'm Seven like, what Doors the of fuck? Death. Yeah, it's but it's also a different film. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It's cut very differently. Yeah, I think I I think the Blu-ray has like two different cuts in the movie. Um, I have watched. I think I've only ever watched. All right, the one I watch frequently is the uncut version. Um, yeah, I have to go back and check and see which those are. But yeah, that'd be my my vote. Would be the uh, the little girl's head exploding in the in the beyond. Because Fulci's fucking great. Hard to oh, argue. Yeah. Did you have one, Vanessa? I'm completely blanking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, kids I'm a... getting taken out. That's one of my favorite things. Let me crack an egg of knowledge on you guys, and you're going to feel bad for not having thought of this one first. Uh-oh. Please it's the me. kid in the sleeping bag and the prophecy. Oh! Oh! oh yay! Yes! That. that is badass! Shit, I gotta check yeah. this out. Dude, just watch that scene on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. All you gotta do is pull up sleeping bag scene from Prophecy. Yeah, on yeah. Prophecy sleeping bag will get you right there. I can confirm <laughs> that. Because right. I watch it pretty much daily. All the time, yeah. I've got it on a loop that just plays when I'm that not is, doing anything else. That's sweet as shit. I love that. Man, Literally. that kid. The, the way the feathers float uh, after that kid just fucking explodes is wonderful. <laughs> Oh, man, this is funny. Okay, so we just watched Grizzly, like I said. Yeah. And the reason we watched that movie was because we'd been doing a show with Dave, and Dave was talking about how Grizzly was on TV. He'd never seen it before, so he watched it. And he's like, in the whole movie, I was waiting for this sleeping bag scene. I'm like, where is this sleeping bag scene? And I'm like, oh, Dave, no, wrong movie. That's prophecy. And he's like, well, I know that now. <laughs> he's like, but when I yeah. was watching Grizzly, I was waiting for that scene. I'm like, yeah, but in Grizzly, you get bear killed by rocket launcher so when <laughs> um wow but so it was funny because he like he had heard about this scene this sleeping bag scene for years and he's been you know he's like oh i'm finally gonna get to see it and he didn't get to no, see it <laughs> was so yeah. sad. that's probably my fault at some point i probably said that scene was in grizzly because if it was grizzly would be the perfect film uh, that's true that is the one thing that's yeah. missing although Rocket launcher death and <laughs> the sleeping bag. Almost too much for one movie, quite frankly. Wow. Well, we do have what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Not quite he's not quite John Voigt, but um, Richard Jekyll is Yes, thank you. Richard yeah, Jekyll. my man Richard Jekyll holding his, it down. His death in that scene to me 
is pretty awesome, especially because it follows the beheading of his horse by this bear that just comes and swipes the horse's head right off. Right, and, and it's then, a real, oh shit, he's dead, oh no, wait, he's alive, oh no, shit, he's really dead. Exactly, because they fuck you, and it's yeah. like, oh no, and then, oh good, oh no! <laughs> oh man, that movie is so awesome! Um, if only that had the sleeping bag scene from Prophecy <laughs> and shirtless <laughs> Leslie Nielsen from Day of the Animals. <laughs> Fighting the bar, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, that right there would be the absolute perfect film. <laughs> You're right. That would be the greatest somebody, film I've ever seen. Somebody call Gil Rokotansky. <laughs> Tell him to uh, put his skills to to good use. Or, uh, and maybe and if, yep. if like a sentient monkey at the end does like, you know, hey, twist ending, and that's all the monkey says. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, that is all the questions. So we will be right back with our review of the editor. Are you sick of the same old stale podcast? Well, then join Vanessa and David as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorites, curiosities, and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room, where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on iTunes, and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter, at VDClinicPod, or email them at VDClinicPod at gmail.com. Dot com. They're ready to cure what ails you. And still, they just might be contagious. Get information or a pamphlet at most pharmacies or a health clinic. If you need help, see a doctor. And now, our feature presentation. He toils in the shadows. In a world of make-believe where the only reality is terror. A man walking the razor's edge of sanity and madness. And what if Claudio were to suddenly die, huh? What then? Don't worry about that silly little man. He can cut it as many times as you like. He's pathetic. Interesting how that name keeps coming up. Editor. Horror, obsession, lust, and blood pour from the camera's unblinking eye, and you've got a front row seat to murder. You don't want to leave things like this lying around. The wrong hands, they become weapons. The editor. He'll leave you on the cutting room floor. 
The editor was first released in 2014, and the synopsis is a film editor gets embroiled in a string of murders. This was directed by Adam Brooks and Matthew Kennedy, and this uh, was written by Adam Brooks and Matthew Kennedy and Connor Sweeney, with a story by Adam Brooks, Matthew Kennedy, and Connor Sweeney. Uh, this star is Paz de Huerta as Josephine Jarden, uh, Adam Brooks as Ray Ciso, uh, Matthew Kennedy as Peter, Peter Porphy, Connor Sweeney as Cal Connitz, Udo Kier as Dr. Kasani, uh, Lawrence R. Harvey as Father Clark, uh, Jerry Wasserman as uh, Police Chief O'Connor, Samantha Hill as Bella, Kevin Anderson as Francesco Mancini, uh, Brett Donahue as Claudio, Tristan Risk as Veronica, Dan Byrne as Umberto Fentori, uh, Sheila Campbell as Marguerite Pofori, and Brent Neal as Giancarlo. This fucking movie. It's something. Yeah, it really is. Um, I think I like about half of it. Like, I think it's it's fine when it's basically just being an homage slash parody of 70s Yellow films. Like, that's fun. And I kind of dig that. But then it decides to get up its own ass and try to do weird supernatural shit, and that's real dumb. And doesn't make any sense. It comes out of nowhere. And, yeah. Well, I think as far as it making sense, it makes about as much sense as most other Italian cinema. Yeah, um, that's true. I, was, I mean, that's kind of a joke. but <laughs> it's, it's That's true to some degree, but I feel like the film doesn't completely know what it wants to be because it's like it doesn't know how to completely pull off the comedy like it i agree yeah it could go a little bit more subtle with the comedy or it should go more camp and over the top right now it's kind of a weird in between so for me it was kind of like the humor had moments where it was like oh, okay haha but then it was like felt completely flat yeah like there are some it, genuinely hilarious moments in the movie but there's also ones that you're just like this is not okay this is not funny can we just move along, please? This is bad. Why well, there were this? also scenes that, okay, for instance, like the restaurant scene, which I think on its own as a little like a vignette mm-hmm. is completely hilarious where exactly. where he comes up and slaps her in the face and he's like, I had to come and do this for you because you're not going to do it yourself. And she's like, what am I supposed to do? Slap myself? You know, I mean, to me, I thought that was right. hilarious. Right. But it was obviously shoehorned into that film because they thought here's a gag and this will be funny we can't really make it fit but we're gonna force it to fit right here right and because it didn't really make sense with the narrative but it was something that they thought would be really funny and yeah i think it was really funny on its own but well but Uh, the the slapping gag goes throughout so much of the movie to some degree that it is, I'm like, it's like beating a dead horse. Yeah. I mean, you could have made the joke. Or sh- slapping your alive wife, I guess. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it, it, yeah, whatever. But you could have, like, made the joke once, made the point, and it would have been funny and effective. Yeah. But the fact that it was carried on, a you lot. know what I mean? A lot. Yeah. I, mean- I actually thought that that made it funnier for me, was that it kept coming up and it was kind of like the running gag to me that was okay uh just like i think i love all the like the random naked people walking around in the background like yeah or like that one scene where the chick is undressing and then like doing stretches against the wall while the three guys center frame are having an actual serious conversation i turned to brian and undresses i know i wasn't complaining but it was just kind of 
<laughs> I turned to Brian. I'm like, so were you watching them or were you looking off to the left? And he's like, oh, I was looking off to the left. And I'm, well, me too. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to them. I was watching her. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with what you said. I feel like it doesn't. Okay. This is the way I feel about it. Mm. I, for the most part, I kind of love it because mm-hmm. I think it looks beautiful. Like, like they nailed the lighting. Yeah, is the, stunning. It looks good. Like it looks fantastic. I love that aspect of it. I love the soundtrack of it. I love the the look of the killer. I love basically any time that they're just pulling straight from Jallo. I'm happy because they're clearly fans and they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like it's too long. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, that was my biggest complaint. And then I was like, well, maybe when I watch it this time, I won't feel that way. Nope. And I did. And so that, that made me sad. And Brian's like, well, it's only like an hour and a half. So that's pretty bad if you think it's too long and it's only an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, I think it just, I, I think what they're doing is funny, but it just is too much to attempt to sustain for, that long of a period of time yeah when i feel like a lot of times they seem to be stumbling yeah and especially by that point like they've they're starting to try and introduce like fulci bullshit and i'm like nah come on guys i get what you i I understand you're trying i understand what you're trying to do and i mean and the 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 gag with the 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 wife who like loses her sight because of uh, out of horror or whatever like that was funny yeah. and then her having like the german shepherd like ah okay cool yeah they'll be on good job all right cool fulci reference fun i love that at one point during their sex scene he had her blindfolded yeah. <laughs> like yeah. she's blind right 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 <laughs> um, right but yeah but then like they get all into the weird like fucking trippy bullshit with the the film editing and then like maybe the editor didn't exist and the cop is crazy and it's just like no man come on like you were doing or is he just trapped in the movie man right it's like you were doing so well with this being just like hey we're gonna do this parody homage of 70s jolly fucking great stick with that don't shoehorn in this other stuff because that doesn't make any goddamn sense and also, this movie did not need to be as long as it was, like 90 minutes or no, it wasn't 90 minutes, like like 80 minutes would have been fine. Yeah. Something. Seriously, cut out all the extra bullshit. Although I did think that, like the scene in the church where he's like arguing with the, with the priest, he's like calling him a wizard. Is it the fucking book? I thought that was actually really funny. But then like, yeah, like I said, there's moments in this movie where that are really funny, but it just goes on forever. And there's it just. It like I said, it, it starts falling apart when they get into the weird, dumb, fucking magical shit. It's just like, no, don't do that. This goes nowhere and accomplishes yeah. nothing. Well, well I'm okay, curious to hear what Bo has. No, I was actually, I'm, I'm dying to hear what you have to say because you are famously, yes, a recent jelly convert. Yeah. So I'm a jelly expert, expert you, can, yes. you can say it. An expert. Um, Connoisseur. I've seen, oh, upwards of eight Gialli films. <laughs> Don't treat me any different. <laughs> um, 
I think, but I do think I like this movie more than you guys. I I think them slipping in the Fulci stuff works because, as as Jamie said, it makes as much sense as it ever does in those movies. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, yeah, I can't complain. I, that's not my complaint. Is that it doesn't make sense? I actually, uh, think and that- I don't, I don't, I don't think doesn't make sense. I don't know. It 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 was not the first time I watched this. It wasn't what I was expecting. Because I kind of expected it just to be a straight jolly thing, and that wasn't it. And I knew going into this time what it was, and this time it just annoyed me because I was like, "This movie's fucking taking too long. Can we please just wrap this shit up?" Well, this was the third time I've seen this. Good now. lord! And but I like it more every time I see it, and and I think it's because I I've gotten through part of well and. So here's a couple of criticisms before I get into that. One, I agree that it, it overstays its welcome by about 10 minutes, maybe 15. Um, but uh, I, I also think that the extra – like, I don't know what I would cut out of it mm-hmm. necessarily, but I, I do think that, yeah, the joke runs a little bit long. The other problem that the movie has is that it's such a specific tone mm-hmm. – that it is striking like the the parody it's it's almost less a parody than it is a satire yeah which is a weird distinction to make but but i think it, it's appropriate here and as such you have to be you have to have a working knowledge of the tropes of those films and so it's a hard movie to recommend to someone because unless they have uh, have never seen a Giallo film before or like an Italian horror film before and have just been waiting for it their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden the editor just strikes a chord that they didn't know, you know, that they like. Um, other than that, it, it kind of doesn't work as a movie because it trades so much on the, the silly tropes of those films of like right. the, the weird sound design and sometimes the mismatched lips, which you'll see in the film. Yeah. And, yeah. and and even the use of color and lighting and the music and yeah. all of that stuff is very specific. And the movie does an, an amazing job at nailing it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the stilted Absolutely. dialogue, like uh, the, you know, blonde actor dude. Yeah. Uh, his uh, conversation with the cop when when he says like, you look like a man who's gone through, you know, like <laughs> has seen many difficult things and just the, the stilted and awkward nature of that dialogue, because it's translated and, and sometimes not so well. Um, like it, it just nails that. But again, you have to have this catalog of movies to reference, to understand what makes it funny to begin with. No, oh, yeah, I got that. Like I said, I just think it's too long. The joke, yeah, it, sure. The joke just can't sustain itself ah, that long, right? But I'm just saying, like, to just give it to anybody, any old movie viewer. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, say, no. It wouldn't it wouldn't work? Yeah, no. Yeah, right. Like it, 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 like this is a movie that requires a bibliography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I think that Blazing Saddles the Saint. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, That's an interesting choice of a movie to give to anybody these days. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I but, love uh, Claudio in this film. The way he delivers his lines, he reminds me of Chris Evans from um, Not Another Teen Movie. And oh yeah, 
But every time he spoke, that's what I thought of. But his delivery was just phenomenal. And the fact that it was so clear, it's like some, it was, I don't know, it was so dead on. Some of them look like you're listening to the actual audio. Some of them were so clearly dubbed. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it just, to me, I thought that was brilliant. Um, The director at one point even says, that's what dubbing's for, you know, and (laughs) that was great. Yeah. Um, The things that they got, you know, got right they nailed it yeah, i mean they yeah, fucking absolutely. nailed it absolutely yeah and and like i said that you know having seen this three times now mm-hmm. and and taking the movie on its own terms somewhat um but i think i found it funnier this time than i've i've ever found it but also again i've been watching a lot more of uh of, of the kind of movies that it, it's making fun of okay so and also, I think the soundtrack in this movie is so rocking. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love the music in this movie. And and even when like interesting stuff isn't necessarily happening on screen, I can check out for a second and just listen to the music, and I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay, now we're getting back to the weird, like, you know, him finding the can of fingers in the shack and whatnot right um you know all that stuff i think i think is kind of silly and fun and uh i think uh what's his name lawrence uh oh what is his name the, the guy who plays the priest um oh, lawrence uh, harvey. yeah lawrence harvey uh, i think he's actually really fun in the movie yeah. and and kind of is gets the joke and so his reaction like when the the priest when they have the conversation about like Again, this is just a beautiful, like, bullshit, bullshit made up Italian horror thing of like, oh, people in the old days would say an editor is someone who could walk between worlds. It's like, well, for Beginzi's editors didn't exist. (laughs) And also how stupid. But it's uh, again, I thought all that was terrific. Yeah. Why did you bring that book into this place? (laughs) And it's like his arm catches fire. Like. Just all that shit I thought was really great. And, uh, and I, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it more this time than I ever have, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe that every time I watch it, I think I may just pick out little stuff that I find really eccentric and weird. And like, it's one of those movies that plays a little bit to me, like wet, hot American summer mm-hmm. where there's something kind of stupid happening in every corner of the screen, like a, a mad magazine, you know, the cartoons, uh, drawn in between the panels. And, and that's how this movie feels. There's a lot of little gags happening all over the place. And, uh, and I like it. I, I, I like it quite a bit as a matter of fact. And, um, we'll watch it again and and probably enjoy it again. Okay. Yeah, I overall I really do like it a lot. I just like I said, I feel like it's a little too long. Yeah. And I don't start to feel fatigue with it until probably the last third of the film. Yeah. And at that point, you know, cuz I guess what it is is at that point I've seen a yes every, you know, yes you nailed the lighting, yes you nailed the music, yes you nailed the everything about it, you know, the mm. the everything we've discussed you've gotten it all and i see that and then i start to get a little fatigued toward the end they do pull me back in at the end but there's this little 
like a downtime where I start my mind starts to wander for like ten to ten minutes or so yeah. toward the end, and I just feel like it's a little too. Although Claudio's mm, death seems pretty hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I love like you know when the chick gets her face ripped off, you yeah. know, and then he just kind of presses the face back on, you know. He's like, "Oh, we're you're you're fine now." Yeah. And then you can hear her as she's walking off, like, "I'm a little sore," you know. And <laughs> that cracks me up. I mean, there are so many times I laugh out loud while watching this this movie. Like, uh, it really is fantastic. They they do a fantastic job with yeah. what they do. I just um. It, like I said, there's just a little much yeah. of it. But, you know, uh, I, I definitely think it's worth a watch, especially if you are a fan of it. Well, pretty much only if you're a fan of of the films that they're riffing on. Because if you're not, then you won't. If you don't enjoy those films, you're not going to enjoy this. Chances are. Yeah. You know. So, but if you are a fan of Italian cinema, specific, specifically Gialli, then I think you need... To, to watch this and see what they've done with it because it really is pretty brilliant. Yeah. Right. Overall. Uh, grades? Uh, I would probably... Mm, I feel like it's a B-plus film for me. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'd say a B or B plus. I think I'll probably enjoy it next time. I mean, if I watch it again, I was in a really antsy mood when I <laughs> saw it, so that didn't help. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll put you down for a B. Uh, Jamie? I'd say B. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, I would, like I said, we. I mean, I've already said wise, but yeah. Yeah, yeah same. I give it a B. It's a, I think it's mostly good. I just, I like, I, I think the H's goes a little long, and the joke just kind of, kind of doesn't sustain itself as long as it, as they try to make it to go. But yep. yeah, if this had been, it's weird because I think as a thirty-minute short film, it would have been too short. Yeah, uh, like this movie, right. this needed to be like an episode of Masters of Horror, which doesn't exist anymore. Right. So. Yes. See that, but yeah. that's the perfect format for it. Is like, you know, or like, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the the bare minimum for feature length? An hour? I think seventy minutes. I think it's seventy. Yeah, yeah. All right, I would have. Yeah, hour time okay. would have been fine. I, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, I think that would have been okay. And it's not even. It's like you said, Bo. I can't even really think of anything specific that I would have said. Okay, that needs to go. That needs to go. That needs to go. I. It's. Um, I'm not sure where I would have cut this film. I just know that I started to feel fatigued with it. Yeah. So something needed to go at some point. I just don't know what it would have been. Um, but like, cause like I said, all the little individual moments I think are fantastic. You know, like the little moment, the sex scene with the blind woman, this, the, the, they, this, the one where the, the chick is trying to have sex with Claudio and he keeps trying to push her off because he's watching him. I'm watching myself, not you. You know? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then that, you know, then culminates into the death scene, which I think is fantastic. Mm -hmm. the, the restaurant scene, I think, is great. It's even the little, the stupid little nonsensical scene with the cop where he's having sex with his 
girlfriend who is now the blonde guy's girlfriend in the oh the flashback yeah like in the mud where he just takes the mud and rubs it on his face he was a passionate lover right which they call that which they do later with the cake when he just fucking throws it on her face (laughs) and then he's like ah oh oh my god to me those little individual moments are precious i am the inspector not you <laughs> and they're wearing the same clothes. Oh, that was okay. I love that scene. I have to wear the same clothes every day. I'm, I'm an, an inspector. inspector. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. you're kind of talking me into an A minus. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Because I was talking myself up too. <laughs> so I yeah, put the, um, I put the grades in the book. All right, all right. <laughs> so, all right, we will be right back to close out the show. David Richardson, owner of Richardson Studio, is a postmodern surrealistic sculptor hailing from Colorado whose work has been in Gothic Beauty Magazine, Amazing Figure Modeler Magazine, and at many art exhibits across the U.S. and abroad. His works have even been recognized by the great Guillermo del Toro. He's currently collaborating with Clive Barker in a few sculpture projects, including a limited edition aluminum cast wall hanger based on Clive's 1997 sketch, V for Vice Versa, which was published within his A to Z of horror book. Just released for Halloween was a pewter skull medallion that tributes Clive's Sumi sketch and also comes in a limited edition bronze casting. They can be purchased at the official Clive Barker store. Please check out more of David's sculptures and jewelry at DaveRichardsonArt.com and follow him on Twitter at SculptorDave. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 123. This has been a ton of fun. Uh, so we have some business we need to attend to. <clears throat> As uh, anybody who listens to VD knows, uh, I'm retiring. Uh, this was actually not something that had anything to do with the fucking ridiculousness that has happened in the last month. This was a something I've been thinking about for a while um, because I just... I've been doing podcasting for about 10 years and I just kind of wanted to move on to other projects. You know, I felt like I'd done my thing here and done what all done all lot that I could and yeah, wanted to try and do other things. Um, and then my life went crazy. So it's kind of like, oh yeah, cool. This is good that I don't have any major responsibilities as far as like a show or anything I have to put out because I have other shit that now takes priority. Um, but yeah, I've had a, a ton of fun doing this show. Um, the show is not ending. Uh, that was uh, something I thought I considered at one point, but uh, decided that that was stupid. And I like the show way too much to see it just end. Uh, so Vanessa, who I've worked with for the last nine months on VD Clinic, is taking over as my um, as the new host on the show. And Bo will be producing... And I will probably have to stop my felt stop myself from sending him a passive aggressive email about how I would have edited something, which I think I've only done once. <laughs> sure, I, think I only did that once. Um, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. That's that's a thing that uh, people may not know. Uh, so there's a this is a stretch a couple years ago when Bo you um were editing episodes. For some reason, I don't remember why. I couldn't edit them for some for some reason. And I think there were episodes that I was on. Um, and I remember, I think I sent you an email. 
And it was like super passive aggressive. And I don't think I meant it that way, but it was just like, Hey man, I listened to the episode. Here's how I would have edited this thing together. And it's like all shit that nobody else noticed, but it's just like, Oh, that should have been that, that, uh, the, the, the transitions weren't tight enough. And yeah. Cause I'm was crazy it something person. about cutting my laughter out more because that's something I always think when I listen to the show. <laughs> no, I like, never cut I would, your laughter out. I would cut that shit. <laughs> no, people. I am it. a I am an aggressive editor, <laughs> and when it comes to myself specifically, I am I am really aggressive. So on the shows that I edit, I sound way more put together yeah. than I really am in real life. <laughs> I know, right? You guys let me shine through, which is probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always listening going, ah, that's too much with the laughter. Stop it. <laughs> but it's funny. Like, that's the thing. That's why it's always been there, because it's fucking funny. Uh, so, attention seeking. Yes. So I will no longer be doing this show, sadly. Um, I will continue to listen, and I'll probably pop in here and there, um, as I want to do, because this is still my goddamn house. And uh, Papa needs to come in and uh, lay down the law. Goddamn it, Grandpa will. <laughs> then you guys will be Uh-oh. in trouble. Grandpa shows up. Drunk uh, again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Stay on topic. Right? Which I didn't have to do all episode. Wow. That's on your best behavior. <laughs> Either that or you just don't give a fuck at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's also been a while. It's been like, what, three months? It's your it's last year like your last night on the job. You yeah. might end up slapping us some bit before you get out the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um but and also um I post on you or on Facebook. I have a YouTube uh, series that I'm working on. Uh so if people are I will post that in the various places on Facebook so you guys can check that out when it is available. Um I think it's pretty funny so far. Um it's going to take me a little while to get it done because Video editing is slightly more difficult than audio editing is, and there's a lot of it. Then it's so the first season. I'm using air quotes for season because I don't want to reveal what I'm actually doing. Uh, but the first season is going to be like 15 episodes long or some shit like that. It's it's pretty long, and but I think it's going to be really funny, um, and I'm pretty excited. Like I'm actually really happy about it. I wrote a theme song specifically for Ooh. this season. Yeah, that's a thing cool. I'm going to do with every season of this thing that I'm working on. Um, yeah, and music. I'm also working on music stuff, um, which is fun. Uh, so, yeah, this has been super fun, and I'm going to miss doing this show. Um, and I'm going to miss everybody who listens because you guys are the fucking best. Uh, but I'll be around, you know. I'll still pop in here and there. Um, I'll still be on Facebook. If you guys want to harass me, you can. Uh, I swear I'm not as grouchy as I as I probably come across at times. Um, <laughs> I'm really he's not. more grouchy. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually very mellow. I just think that I think people just uh, misunderstand the the sarcasm. It's very dry. I misunderstood. <laughs> so, Bo. Yeah. What up? You're the new uh, producer of this uh, monkey farm. Yeah. What's your next uh, movie you're going to be reviewing? Uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. Wow. It's, it's... He threw out an idea. We could do that if you wanted. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. 
All right, then we're doing Tragedy Girls. Oh, there you go. Uh, and then uh, probably Live Sacrifice. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> you got like you got to start a new chapter with a bang. Yeah. And the you're only way bang? somebody is. That's sweet. Sex magic. That's what we're doing. You gonna rub cake all over my face? Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right. Man. We're also gonna be selling some crystals and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We're, we're, yeah, we're gonna cash this thing in for all it's worth. <laughs> Let it burn. I haven't even left yet, and you're already repainting the walls. Right. It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, get this. Like, uh, uh, devour the podcast uh, branded dildos. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Just whoever's going to give us a nickel. Again, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Shoot, this show's going to get sexy. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I do think that uh, Legion 100 episode, or, uh, Top 100 Scariest Moments or whatever thing would be very fun and cool. Yeah. Uh, I so, do too. That's a good idea. Keep me in the loop for that because I want to be a uh, part of that. Yeah, I we'll 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 talk about how the practicality of right, it. Right, right. But I think I I yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think that's a thing that could be done. Yes, I do too. I I think that is something that is very manageable. Yeah. Everybody has the technology. We have the tools. We have the mm-hmm. talent. Yeah. That's right. Ah, poor Ernie Hudson. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been a bigger star is all I'm saying. I'll go along with that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, So yeah, I don't really have anything else. Do you guys have anything you would like to say before we, uh, we head out? Uh, well, I'll go first, and then Jamie should go last because she'll cry. Oh yeah, good idea. Good thinking. But I, no, I'll <laughs> just say it, like it, it. It is like it, it. It's always been an honor to do the show. It is your creation. It always will be. We'll tend to it the best we can. I think it'll be fun. Oh yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean it. It in a weird way it doesn't feel like a goodbye necessarily it's just like oh you you know he he's moving on but he's gonna be back around like yeah. you come visit at thanksgiving and christmas and we get drunk on the porch and everybody's happy yeah <laughs> exactly and like i said i'm not just completely leaving the you know internet realm of entertainment <laughs> i'm just moving into a slightly different uh different direction something a, a new challenge yeah well, if Michael Jordan has taught me one thing. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's that the, the 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 basketball skill was in you all along and you didn't need the, 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 the Space Jam juice. <laughs> it's that segues are easy. Yes. <laughs> it's that whenever people retire from something, they never mean it. <laughs> I know, right? Bo, Bo left and the show ended. And yep. here we are. Yep. Um, I'm the Terry Funk of podcasting. <laughs> I no, I just uh, oh, 
man, it's going to be weird. It, well, indifferent, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's just going to be in a different way. It's going to yeah. be weird going on. But I am looking forward to continuing because I do love this show so much. Mm. But it's going to be... It's going to be difficult without you because, you know, some of the jokes are going to have to, we're going to have to get new jokes. We're going to have to, and some of them just won't work. Like, I can't. Oh my can't God, you're going to get the right new material. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using the same material for six years. Now. <laughs> we're it up. really going to be leaning on Vanessa a lot. <laughs> I know. I can't really be calling Vanessa grandpa. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't ever bitch about us getting off topic. So that's not an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm bad about that myself. <laughs> See, or we're gonna be out of control. There's no one that's gonna say I'll fix it in post. <laughs> and Which poor Bo's gonna have years. to. Put... And poor Bo's gonna have to put up with my laughter too. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, the that's ma- right. Cackling. I'm gonna edit everyone but me out. It's gonna <laughs> sound like a solo show. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll just hear. Right. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> right, right. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> Word. <laughs> wow, Vanessa does a really good bow impression. <laughs> it's a little uncomfortably good, yeah. That was me. Oh, shit. I wasn't looking at the screen, so I didn't see who's like Holy was, uh... shit. Jamie did an impression of Vanessa doing an impression of me. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It was almost as good as my Jimmy Stewart impression. <laughs> you guys remember that? It's been a while. Yeah, I do. It was real bad. Yeah, it's hard to forget. <laughs> anyway, it's we've had a lot of good times, yes. uh, and uh, but there will be more. You know, yeah. I'm, I um, you're not going away. I'm gonna. No. I just have to keep telling myself that you're not going away. Plus, I'm excited to see your new YouTube endeavors. I think yeah. that's exciting. So I'll be checking that out, and yeah. uh, or at least I'll hit play and then do other things so you don't know that I'm not checking it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be subscribed. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I uh, yeah, I love you, and uh, I've had a great time, and. Uh, we'll, well, we'll continue, but yeah, yeah I, I think that Vanessa joining us is, is, that's a really exciting thing. Yeah. So, you I know, think this it, is a, a good change up for the show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I can honestly think, uh, I mean, to me, that's like the best thing we could do. And I'm, and I'm really looking forward to that. So, yeah. And this is, of course, you know, like I said, this is in the, the, the best interest of what I think is best for, you know, the listeners, you know. I, there was a point where I was like, yeah, no, I wanted the show to end with me retiring because I, I felt like that was what should happen. You know, and then I thought about it for a while. And I was like, you know what? As much as as much as this is my thing, you know, I, I, I feel I'm okay letting it go because I trust, you know, I've worked with you guys this long. I trust you to continue making this thing as funny as it's been. And, you know, I, once again, I'm once again having the awkward fucking divorced parents conversation with our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Vanessa's not, tr- not replacing me. It's okay, guys. <laughs> Mommy and daddy still love you. Um, and I do. I, this is not, this was not brought on by anything that happened on social media or anything. This was just, I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of done being the horror guy for a while. You know, it's been fun and it's, you know, I've loved doing this. This is, I've, I've done this for 10 fucking years. So yeah, I obviously love podcasting. Um, but yeah, I just, I found a, an interesting new challenge that I want to give a shot and, you know, it's going to be fun. Well, the um, cool thing is too, by allowing it to continue, mm-hmm. that means that you have the freedom to come back anytime you want right? without it being like a big hoop like having to rebuild you have again to go and get the band back together right. you know <laughs> and start all over again or whatever i mm-hmm. mean it's it, it will be there and yeah. you can just hop in and go for a ride with us yeah you know and it is a legacy that will always be yours i mean this this was your thing yeah you know i've just been playing in it for a long time <laughs> making a mess <laughs> It's been an amazing mess, though. This is better than I... Honest to God, I know I've said it every fucking anniversary show, but honestly, this this show has turned out better than I ever could have imagined it could. Um, you know, it, it, it exceeded my expectations um, of what I thought the show could be. So I'm incredibly proud of it. Um, and yeah, I'm glad to see it continue, and I hope everybody enjoys it. You know, you can, you can reach out to me on Facebook. It's totally cool. Um, <laughs> please don't send me sad emails about how you hate the show now because I'm gone. Um, maybe one if it's really funny. Yeah, and that's just rude. Yeah, that's rude. Don't do that. <laughs> um, unless somebody comes up with a really funny one, I'm expect like I could see Duncan writing a really funny one. Like I could see that. So he's not that funny. Yeah, he's occasionally. <laughs> he has his moments. I mean, we all know the Baz is the guy who runs that show. We all know it. The Baz is the star. <laughs> he has well a wee sense of humor on yeah. occasion yeah just a wee bit <laughs> oh yeah and Bo I gotta say enjoying your little your video things on Mondays when you're doing them when I remember that you're doing them so I have to say funniest thing ever as I was watching it you, mm-hmm. your, your facial expressions as you're talking are exactly what I imagine you look like when you're doing the show and it delighted me so much <laughs> thank you I was, uh yeah, yeah, I got a big, big, dumb round head, and it's <laughs> expressive. <laughs> he actually texted me about it. Yeah. I did. Because <laughs> it tickled me so much. A big, dumb, round, expressive head. I think you just described a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> it's not far. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, it is not true. <laughs> <laughs> paint, well, paint your head orange, Bo. We'll, we'll, we'll prove we're wrong. I'll tell you what. We, we get... <laughs> Oh, let me let me pick an arbitrary number. <laughs> Five thousand downloads in a single week, <laughs> and I will paint my head orange with black lines and everything. We will jack a lantern that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, fucking do it. You have to get one of those little battery-operated candles from the dollar store and stick it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I say battery-operated because I don't want to burn you. I mean, that's just I electrocute would, me. Yeah. Even I wouldn't go that far for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Oh. Hell, just stick a candle in his butt, paint that orange. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, good Lord. All right. That's it. Let's get this shit out. Let's get this. Let's go. I'm hungry and I want to finish this. Jamie, say goodnight. Good night. Vanessa, say goodnight. Good night.
<laughs> but we'll say goodnight. Good night. Bye, everybody. Oh, no! Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. So you dropped the mic. That was I perfect. I know. I fucking... Everything's all fucked up now, and I gotta redo... I don't... Bye, everybody.